Hi, everybody. Welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, episode 172. It's almost like I forgot the name there for a second. Maybe you did. Jack versus Juicebox, episode one. Juicebox one, Jack zero. So far. That's <laughs> true. It's true. It's me. You're like, me it's like me and the table. I was or, just going to uh, say wrestling you're, table. You're like most people with wrestling tables. Specifically, it seems to be women's wrestlers and not to be like, I'm not being like that, but it like does. just historically speaking, it has been that. A little more frequent. Let's not forget about the infamous Mandy Rose versus Table incident of 2020. I think the most recent one I saw was you, it was a male, Trinity. I think. Oh, I thought it was Trinity or something. It could be. No, I, was, I swear it was a woman too. I don't know. I'm not, I swear I'm not like that, but. No, I know what you mean. It seems to have happened more often in that but case. But tables generally be, tend to be the I think anyway, sometimes, so. and maybe that's the reason why it's the women, is without the long enough arms, they can't get from the side of it to get it up properly, I, I feel so, like. Yeah. And I think that's part that's of fair. the issue. But anyways, it's us. We're back down in the basement. We're going to talk about another week of wrestling eventually. Some AEW Dynamite, some NXT. Impact Wrestling got me off the hook this week. Because Again, because they're... Uh, updating us on their British excursions that they don't feel the need to televise because like uh, reasons. And we ended up watching a few matches of it. Actually, I'm not going to talk about it because watching we is a bit generous. But yeah, we were in the room. Well, well, I watched a bit more Trinity and somebody. Trinity and someone from UK. She actually uh, looked pretty cool. Whoever great, she was, great great out, Emerson Jane. Right there, you go. Thank you. I, I was going to say shout out to random person that we don't remember. The um, name. wasn't Grado wrestling someone? Grado was wrestling. Was that Trey Miguel? Yeah. Yes, thank you. Good for it me. It was um, Grado and Trey. Um, and then it was Hendry and Kaz in the finals of a some Glasgow Cup, which Hendry had won. to be something they were just doing there. Which I found it funny that Impact were advertising matches for like the Glasgow show, but in like, the graphic there was like the Union Jack flag. Is that? That's not Scotland, right? That's England or whatever. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not UK connoisseur, but <laughs> you think I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that the Union Jack does not apply to Scotland. I could be wrong, but yeah, I don't know. And out of curiosity, I will proceed to Google the Scottish flag. Go ahead. And Scottish flag. So we just got back from. A no, big... it's the one with it's the blue. Sorry, it's the one with the white X in it. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Like the Drew McIntyre had that on his Correct. gear. That's yeah. what I was just gonna say. Yeah. Um, we just got back from a very large brunch. I'm very full. Yeah, I was like dying on the way there because I had a pair. You were super hungry. And that was also, yeah. And then I was trying to, I told you I was trying to play a mobile game uh, on the way there because I'm grinding a thing on uh, WWE Supercard because I might finally do something I've never done before and get one of those big event cards. And so like I never usually play games in the car, right? Because I just find it makes your head feel weird or never. And yep, it did. It can confirm it still does. I've seen Nate play games in the car before. I don't know why he doesn't do that in like... Yeah, some people doesn't bother. It bothers your mother. It doesn't bother me. Not it, that it I use my phone. It definitely bothers me uh, a little bit. Um, but yeah, and then I, I woke up a little more once I got food because that was a lot of food. Yeah, so we met an uncle, cousin, grandparents for a brunch, kind of halfway between the grandparents and us. So back to the same place we went. Live. But you came this time, so you got to try it. It was pretty mm-hmm. good, right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else was new with you this week. You're not. You're on vacation. How's that going? Work nine, day, nine yeah. days off from work. Not much to do, but that's that's a good. You went out break. last night. Got some exercise. It's true. Got some physical activity. I did do that. Was it fun? It was. It was alright. Oh, we forgot to tell your grandfather. He'd be proud to hear you went out and played some badminton. Uh, yeah, I guess. Have to mention, or maybe he he's not a listener. I don't think so. Although he might start listening to the maybe banter not. segment. Yeah. At least there's that. Right? That as long as we can stretch it past thirty seconds and be interesting for thirty that's seconds, right. then, then we got your listen, and then then you can leave. Then you're hooked in. You yep. can bugger off for the rest as much of the as three you... hours. That Although, is fine. To be fair, I think if. If I really cared about the stats of this show, which I don't really look into too far, I'm sure it has like 
how long people listened and stuff too but i don't care this yeah, is just fun we're not me. that particular it's a hobby for now it's mm. still it's just something fun to do and hopefully we pick up listeners we if not we got a few loyal ones we, got, we caught collision and rampage last week as intended yeah we did and we, fletcher to uh which was santana Ortiz, awesome uh which was pretty good too yeah it was uh, and then MJF Omega was Blizzard. amazing. MJF that was awesome. It was a, a pay per view quality match. I thought offered on TV, kind of so, like a Cole MJF the first one. Yeah, excellent match. Mm-hmm. That was that was sweet. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to discuss, or do you want to get into some wrestling um, stuff? We're not going to talk about Crown Jewel because that's currently going happening on. now, and who cares? Partly. And who cares? Yes. But uh, are we? We're that's gonna. Happening. What's the card even actually? Do you know? Because I don't. Um, I don't know I anything about anything. The whole thing. Um, so let's do that I was right just now. Telling you some of the results, but yeah. So you did give me results, but I don't know the card. So we don't spoil anything in case people are haven't watched it yet. I guess um, it's happening right now. It's Priest Cody, because that's the story. I right. guess. <laughs> um, Logan Paul, Rey Mysterio, um, Io Belair, Sokoa, Zena. Um, they're calling the greatest of all time now. Who? Um, Cena? No, Solo Sokoa. <laughs> <laughs> the, but they're just bashing you over the head with I heard Cena now. referred to him as the a something dollar store Taz or something, which I thought was kind of interesting. <laughs> it's like, huh, That's kind of you funny. know what? That's <laughs> not that funny. far off. Um, Women's world title five-way Ripley, Baszler, Jax, Raquel, St- Zoe Stark. Baszler won that one. <laughs> Did she? No. No, I was going to say, that's crazy. I would have freaked out already. How over under on injuries to people as uh, Nia Jax is in there? Like one, a one and a half? Oh, you're going to, I'll take under two and a half. I would, <laughs> oh, over. She just injures everybody. <laughs> everybody else. in it. Um, Possibly. McIntyre Rollins, which I heard was really good. Should be on uh, paper. And uh, Ellie Knight Roman. Nice. Good for Ellie Knight. It's not a terrible card. No, it's not terrible. But um, uh, I don't think I'll Saudi. be watching it. I'm surprised they didn't load it up more, but like, because the only real thing that screams star attraction is um logan paul and cena but usually like there's like in 2021 it was just on we saw adam copeland and seth rollins and like hell in a cell because nowadays they never bust out hell in a cell aside from the ple which i guess is dead now because we didn't get one we no we did get one last i like it i like it a lot better when a feud dictates you need the match and you just throw it on a right i think triple h has a stipulation like anything else i think triple h has gone back to that because we had hell in a cell mania this year and like in the current era, we just don't typically get non Hell in a Cell Hell in a Cell matches, but like that was Saudi and usually Brock is their draw, but I guess they they didn't, which is weird. Right, surprising on their part. If some outlets I trust say that there were like close to five star matches on there, I might check. We out. go back. I may cherry pick it, but I'm not. Watch- I'm back. not watching it. That's for sure. We're not watching it. No, nope. outright, especially just because like the time of day. I guess. We could watch in the day. It depends what we're doing, but I'm not eager to. We're like, very busy people. Different between this and like All In, which was also during the day. Right. I'll make an effort for that. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, let's get into what our uh, regular segments. And the first one is always taking a look at some of the week's wrestling news and rumors. Okay. So ratings. We had NXT was what? Halloween Havoc week two. Yes. Yeah. 674,000 viewers, that's down 14.4% and a 0.20 in the key demographic, down 4.8. But to be fair, those are decent numbers considering they were head-to-head with Game 4 of the World Series and two NBA games, That's, but the World Series is a big deal. A lot of various sport ball. So I think they'll be happy with those ratings um, considering 
the competition. Right. Dynamite on Wednesday averaged 832,000, so they moved up 7.5%, earned a 0.28 in the key demographic, um, up 16.7. So same thing, decent numbers. Again, they went head-to-head -head with the deciding game of the World Series. The game five was the final game, so mm -hmm. both went head-to-head. -head, both still pulled pretty decent numbers, so a little bit of an upswing, I guess, for them, which is good. Very nice. What do you have? Um... You know it's an exciting news. Oh, my boy. main one is uh, someone quietly retiring. Um, former AEW and WWE star quietly retires, and it's a women's division or kind of, kind of women's division. You'll you'll find this funny when I quietly retires. AEW and Taya Valkyrie. No, that was just wishful thinking. WWE. No offense she didn't her. wrestle in I mean, WWE. Whatever. She didn't wrestle in WWE. She Mercedes Martinez. She wrestled in WWE. True. Uh, I'm just going with who's like old enough to retire. I don't think this is. Is it someone I would assume is like a a veteran that's been around forever? No. Okay, then I'll never get it. Who is it? Brandy Rose. Oh, yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> I just laughed when I saw it. I was just like, I'm, I have to do that. So um, yeah, she quietly exited the wrestling business to focus her energy on her business, uh, mm. whatever the yoga Pilates thing is. It's not because she's terrible or anything. It's it's both. It's her choice, right? Oh, remember her um female straight edge society ripoff? That was I do not remember that. The Nightmare Collective was she had awesome Kong and she they shaved that one girl's I head was and she say, didn't wasn't someone's Mel head D. shaved? Right. Yeah, that's why I'm calling it straight edge society because right. it was horrible. That was bad. That was like early AEW and that was one of the things that they like killed off because it was bad. Yeah, but, like they changed Dark Order because it sucked. They moved that because it sucked. But yeah, but she opened her yoga Pilates place. So. She was one that like now the, she can go away. The AEW crowd just refused, right? Like they were just like, no, we don't want this in whatever oh. form you give it to us. We don't want the it. The best thing and NJ like ever that. did was choke uh, Brandy Rhodes out after Brody Lee smashed Cody. That was the only good thing Anna J ever did. Oh, well, and ended racism as well. Uh, that's a big deal. Brandy Rhodes did end racism. That's true. She so, did literally produce the baby to end racism. So she's yep. look it up. Woman to end racism. Google it. It's it's in the dictionary. It's uh, canon. Racism it's... was ended. It was whatever racism started to uh, what was it? Twenty twenty one. Done. Yeah, that's the timeline. You're welcome. Yeah, no. If there's some like timeline of events, the end is the birth of Liberty Rhodes. That's right. I. I think I still have, I think it was the one WWE show. I don't remember which one it is, but I still have it in my um, camera roll. And I, it's, <laughs> it, I don't know which one. I think it might have been Mania, but it was a screenshot of Cody holding the baby. And I said, OMG, the baby and racism. You did it? You posted that? That's funny. <laughs> I posted that and then I, I would, saved it. If too. I had social media, I would have LOL'd at it, okay? <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> Oh wow! Are you, oh, cring are you cringing at me? A little bit. Oh, it's okay. My friend, <laughs> it, it sustains me. My friend just introduced something because he saw it on TikTok and it's kind of funny. It's it's a gog. It's <laughs> galore of giggles. Galore of giggles instead of laughing out loud. <laughs> yeah. Introduced it's, it like it's hoping it catches on. It's so stupid. It's so funny. I thought he came up with it, but I think he saw that. Uh, it'd he's be just funny in on the ground floor of it. He didn't yeah, I think I, I guess it. I am now too. It'd be funny if that caught on because it, it's it's stupid. Now that you told me, I'll probably send it to you at some point. Oh, I mean, we send it just to each other now, just joke. as an inside joke. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Uh, my first news item is a whole whack of injury updates. So we've got... Nia Jax, what? There's injuries to Danielson, Adam Cole, Moxley, right? Wait, um, how did Nia Jax get over there? What? How did Nia Jax get to them? 
Oh, sorry. I, now I see what you're doing. I see what you did there. You brought it back around. <laughs> so those, because those are all prominent names that were in major storylines, it's created some challenges, right, for right. them backstage, I'm sure, and writing-wise. But we've got Danielson has a broken orbital bone that he actually suffered, like, within the first minute of the match with Andrade that we watched, right, on Collision. So that's crazy. So he finished that match and then wrestled the tag team match last week which was a pretty physical contest, right, yeah. with a broken face. And that's how they orchestrated the storyline. Right. Reason for that, which is So the they decided to make that um, Orange Cassidy, so that gets Claudio involved with Cassidy, right, because right. he's angry and about that. And now Moxley. Again. And now Moxley as well. So they're hopeful that he can return, because I just saw they're promoting should, him for Wrestle Kingdom. 18. You could just wear the mask, like, packed. Right. Just don't, maybe don't wrestle Best of Seven Series, though. I just, think he's had the surgery now, so... Surgery for already that's for his okay. face i believe he did yes uh also mercedes monet has been out of action with a broken ankle since resurgence where they had to call an audible and yeah have, yeah um willow win right so no plans for her return yet i live morgan out of action since july with the shoulder injury she should be back soon and i actually forgot all about him even though i think i forgot she was gone and i did not miss her either one i forgot and i do miss is bandito he's expected to return soon oh i completely forgot about bandito so he his injury was like the bones connecting your forearm and wrist i think it was um and it was in a match with Takeshita. so he should be back which was not his fault soon and then guevara is still no timetable from being concussed a few weeks ago although in theory he should be back in a couple of weeks because he's like Callis said, he's in for the street fight tag. Right. So I, maybe, I guess in they're theory hopeful. he should be. Yeah. Good to go by then. Hopefully. As you throw stuff around my studio. It dropped. It, what it else dropped. you got? Um, Dragon Lee apparently signed a new main roster contract because he's I did see that up now. So he's got, got paid. Got get that money. Deal going. Yeah. Hope he got a lot. Why not? Hopefully, yeah. Somebody, did you hear this one? That somebody has been added to WWE internal roster? Kyrie Sane. Correct. Uh, so she I had that as well. Yeah. She last wrestled for the company in 2020 and departed WWE in 2021. Yeah, because she was an ambassador for a while or something. And then she went back to like start in New Japan because she was the first IWGP women's champion. And mm-hmm. then she's been doing whatever. And she's good. I never quite loved her as much as some people she's do, but good, she's though. good. I think so, nowadays I feel like they could probably use her because we need something... And without Vince, maybe they'll use her better. She's all right. The pirate thing wasn't the best, but it was never horrible, I thought. Their tag team was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, her and Asuka? Yeah. It, I mean, it was kind of more of, oh, you guys Of are course. Similar, hey, but... you're from the same country. Kabuki Warriors. like Right, and the name was... They'll say, well, remember they said that they chose it was their defense. No, it was just like... It's not even like they were similar, but like one of them is like Oscar is just like a killer. And she's got like the whole Empress thing, and then Kyrie's a pirate, like yeah. which she dropped obviously. But like b- before they teamed, they other than being Japanese, they were not similar. There's not much no. in common. No. Um. Do you have anything else? I only have one more. The only other thing was that WWE are reportedly happy, like pretty high on the Creed Brothers' performance on the Raw match. No doubt, Alpha Academy. So. And you would have expected be, them to you know lose maybe on halloween havoc night two on their way out maybe they're not quite out yet yeah it seems maybe, maybe. by deadline yeah could be something like that or royal rumble or debut them you know what i mean who knows i'd uh, say but, like send them out at deadline and then put them in the rumble or like maybe they, not because they're a tag team I they are pretty awesome but they need somebody with them to speak because whenever they try to do well, anything roddy's act- gone so who's gonna speak for them now anything acting wise it's a little bit tough but they're pretty fun to watch get him back with tyler rust 
The last thing I have is the Fox CEO explained why SmackDown TV rights deal weren't renewed. I saw that. It just didn't sound interesting to me. It's not really, but it, I just like it because he was basically saying they weren't seeing an acceptable return on investment. Like, it's just not worth their money, which is a little surprising, right? Yeah, I thought um, they did pretty good ratings. I, maybe if Roman was there more. So SmackDown was, quote, not hitting the advertising numbers due to the audience of the WWE for our return on investment to be above the levels that we would accept. So saying, like... We weren't willing to pay that much for it, basically. Maybe if it was lower or whatever, right. it was worth it, but right. not not working for them. Makes sense. All right, so that's it. I we'll so. move into our in-depth review every week, and that is our almost always favorite show every week, and it is this week's AEW Dynamite. just listen back to chunk and chuck's mic sounds pretty good before we talk about dynamite here but the one that you just that you insulted that he uh it's funny because uh, i'm i love microphones like we've talked about it before i have like 15 collect them a little bit and a neighbor down the street that i hang out with all the time oh i have this mic i want you to check it out and try it and then he couldn't find it forever because he put it you know when you and i've done this so i'm not making fun of chuck by any means you put somewhere something somewhere so you won't forget that you know what i mean i'll put it here so i won't forget and right. then you promptly forget so right. anyways it finally turned out i think it sounds all right i don't know we'll see when the finished product's out but anyways i digress well tell us about this week's uh, dynamite so just to recap i was really really not a fan of last week's episode and you were not a fan but not quite as critical as i was so we were hoping for a strong rebound this week mm -hmm. let's see if we get it um so we started not off with another one of those like small like opening segments that we've been getting a few times right. now um with them jeff interviewing with renee um basically the running story tonight is he has to find three tag partners to face full club gold tonight uh the bang bang gang uh cole appears on video chat uh cole congratulates m jeff on the world title record because now m jeff has the longest title run uh, he wishes to be there with everyone gunning for Max. Uh, he says Max should consider Joe's offer, and then Jeff says Joe nearly broke his neck ne last time. He says he needs to find partners, but he promises to defend the Arvish tag titles for Cole. He leaves. Roddy comes in, <laughs> shouting Adam's name, who hangs up. Then we cut to the devil mask once again. Yes. Um, I loved MJF standing adjacent to the monitor the whole time, even <laughs> though it's a video chat. Of course. I like the dynamic of MJF and Cole here again because it was back to like the more serious, believable stuff, which I prefer to the mm -hmm. forays. I like that they worked the Cole top. back in because it felt like yeah. almost normal, right? Because I feel like he is a mi big missing part of this, and obviously, I, something which we talked about. Something about him having like the longer beard too. It's like he's been sort of homebound or whatever. You know what I mean? And so that... Yeah. I don't like the look, like just on the surface, but I think for the purposes, it's like, fine. I'm not going out. I'm sitting around the house. I'm not gonna once, trim my beard and stuff. Once he comes back, you better get that under control, though. And he he sounded sincere here here, and um, he reminds him that a lot of people. He's like, I know how you feel, right? A lot of people are coming after you, and I can't be there. So maybe some you should take up Samoa Joe's offer. So that makes sense. Um, and I so I think I figured out the formula is you give me. A lot of serious, realistic stuff, and then sprinkle in the Roddy and OGK, yeah. like that over-the-top comedy. I can't have it when that's the whole segment. Can't be the overarching. But thing, if yeah. it's like a fraction, like comic relief, right? For that's sure. basically what I want. So I, I kind of like this. Oh, it didn't bother me. It was not super long, and I thought the interaction between the two was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I liked it. Um, I don't mind like these short little segments to start the show. Um, I don't think it needs to be like a regular thing, but I don't mind having like a little bit of storyline. I agree. At the tippy top, um, and it's not 
quite as extreme as like starting off with a big segment sometimes right um and i think if you didn't like if you didn't watch last week or if it's your first week watching they're sort of filling you in on does right kind of which i get we don't need it but people do i don't think it's a terrible choice and you know what to kind of expect for the show yeah they're setting up that whole yeah, the yeah. show long thread. I'm um, glad they were able to find a way to get Cole back in the mix, even in a small capacity. Cause Me it just too. helps to have him involved in any way, just because he's such an integral part to this that they are kind of missing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him kind of suggesting jokes. I think it makes sense, and I would really love it if Joe helps MJF keep the tag titles. Me too. So we can kind of avoid the uh, pitfalls of the Wrestle Dream match. I know, I, making somebody look really bad losing to one person. And exactly. plus, I think within the match, A. Joe's awesome. And I think MJF, the, the dynamic of him being leery of Joe as his partner would be cool. Like, he'd sell I that. I think it'd be really cool. He'd sell that really well, I think. To be fair, if MJF's going to be any team by himself, the guns are not the worst one. I do I, like them now. I 100% I like them a lot but, now. But they are like they could st- they could pull off the Dominic Mysterio thing where they're clearly not as good as right. it won't other hurt teams, them but much. they could give it. It wouldn't hurt them as much as the Kingdom who sh- or sorry, not the Kingdom the the Righteous. Yes, there we go. Oh, and they're like um, who should look legitimate. And they're right? kind of like meatheads, so maybe they make a stupid mistake. You yeah, know so I mean, that would be something. more believable if they don't go to Samoa Joe. But however, I would still like. Samoa Joe to go there because the Guns in theory should win if they have like Juice and or former champion Jay White. Um, that's it's so weird that they had the belts. Like, right. it just like it just feels like such a bluff. It was this year too. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was, it's so weird now. Um, because like now I would be less annoyed with it because I thought it was stupid back then. It would be, it would no. still be weird now, but it it would be better. I like them a lot better. I like them a lot better. Anyways, but um, I think Joe team MJF would be really cool. Me too. I think that makes sense. So I'll, hopefully that's something we can get. Um, it'll be on the pre-show, which kind of sucks. More Joe is always good. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. And keeps him in the story as well. I think it would benefit the whole story much more if he teams with him. And the Del Mask gets a tease again as well. Yeah. I feel like the only payoff is that it's MJF. And we don't get any progression. We just get flashes of that every Which week. I guess is kind of interesting because it's like there's nothing to go off of. Right. Like the, Well, and, and that might be one of those results of everybody getting hurt and sort of having to figure out what they're doing. It's buying them some time maybe. I don't know. Perhaps. I mean, I still think it's likely MJF. But, yeah, because I really don't like. Maybe that's the genius part is because don't they're giving us so little that the only thing you can think is MJF. I hope so because so, then, then it gets like, them back to healing. But right, but then it's like if because they're giving us so little that we have to think it's MJF. Then if it's not MJF, it would come completely left field and it would be a crazy reveal, right? Like yeah. hypothetically speaking, I would think the best idea is to do MJF because eventually he's got there's no way he's staying like this for a long ass time it's already been way longer than I could have possibly expected it's so weird for me this week to notice like the venom that Shivani and them used to have for him and now it's just like all gone you know how they, he was like just they hate. treat him like they treat Don Callis right and then all of a sudden it's just they're totally fine with him now it's such a Starks switch I so do quickly. think it's been gradual though yeah it's just it's it's still weird for sure um, then we get our opening match, which is Orange Cassidy defending the international title like he always does. We're back at it with him versus Claudio Castagnoli. Mm-hmm. Um, These two looked great together in the yeah. tag match last week, so we were looking forward to, to this. I'm just glad to have this kind of formula back, back in the Cassidy groove of things. And formula is the right word because they definitely went back to the well of Orange Cassidy, but I'm still totally fine with it. You no, it's I mean? like... It's, it's what you do with him. It's almost like it never lasts. Honestly, it's, it's him in his perfect cast 
in his perfect role, right? Is yeah. As the underdog. That's who he is. Mm -hmm. And he's amazing at it. It did feel a little weird because he was on the back burner for a while. And I, I, at one point, I was just like, Claudio's dominating a lot. But then I realized, I was like, yeah, that's what usually happens. Because it's, it's been a bit, right? The but story. It almost feel, it feels weird, but it also feels like it's just like we're back to normal, yep. so to speak, which will suck when he loses. But again, I think... Cassidy and I'll I'll go over this when they confirm the match, but like again, I'm still like Cassidy should lose it to someone like Swerve or someone who can really benefit. Put from somebody that, over, elevate. Somebody. I still don't believe Moxley needs that title at all. Um, Claudio caught Cassidy out of a crossbody in a tilt roll backbreaker, which was really cool. Then muscled him over into a gut buster, kind of a nice transition. Really there. smooth. Claudio was really aggressive early on mm -hmm. and established like mm -hmm. control. Uh, Claudio lifts Cassidy in a military press, dropped him on the barricade. Uh, he carried him up the stairs and up the turnbuckles in a fireman's carry. That's crazy. Cassidy got out and attempted sunset flip power on, but Claudio blocked him, lifted him back up, and hit a monster stalling superplex. That was pretty crazy. That upset a woman in the crowd. Remember? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Cut to a woman like kind of crying. Yeah, she was like really upset about it. She's uh, not in on the joke. Maybe I guess. not. Maybe not. Uh, she's not behind the curtain. Uh, Claudio caught a diving DDT from Cassie and tries to muscle up into a suplex, but Cassie got the stun dog millionaire. Cassie went for his tilt world DDT. Claudio switches smooth as hell into a huge swing. So smooth. Then locked him in the sharpshooter for a bit. Uh, Cassie was in a cross face from Claudio, but he escapes and he, um, but then Claudio immediately clocked him with an uppercut for two. Uh, sleeper hold swing from Claudio and then he just, uh, tries to submit Cassie in the sleeper hold. That looked painful when um, he was swinging him. Yeah, but uh, Cassie hangs on, uh, reverses a pin for two, or into a pin for two. Uh, Cassie connects with the orange punch into beach break. Claudio uh, rolls out of fall. the ring. Yeah. Um, rapid chest kicks and then stomps from a fire up Cassie. Then Claudio gets back up and a PK from Cassidy. Extended tilt roll DT from Cassie for two. And so Cassie went for an orange punch, but then Claudio tried to counter with the pop up uppercut, kind of like Shades of last week. Mm -hmm. But Cassie countered Hurricane Rana to get the uh, sneak win, kind of. Then Moxley came out. Uh, Cassie went back in the ring to go after him. Moxley just beat the crap out of him. Um, and then him and Claudio fought off security. Mox kept going after Cassie until Claudio kind of restrained him just to like kind of back him off. I don't know if I read too much into it, but when Moxley's beat, like it was pretty vicious beat down on Orange Cassie. the crap And Claudio's him. just kind of leaning on the ropes, giving a look almost. I don't know if they're teasing something or I, I think Claudio's just disappointed in, yeah. in losing the match. Well, I think because not only was it like a title match, but he was also just trying to like get back at him because of yeah. Exactly. He injured Danielson, to get even right? with him, yeah. So I think there's that. But I, I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was, it wasn't the fastest pace, but the story is Claudio is just beating the heck out of this guy the whole time, right? And attacking his midsection for most of it. So love the contrast and style between these two. They seem to have really good chemistry. And Cassidy's back into, like we said, he's the perfect resilient champion. And Claudio is like a worthy challenger who's just a powerhouse that can throw him around and look dominant, right? So... The win kind of came out of nowhere, and I don't know if everyone liked that finish, but it made sense to me with the story of this match that Cassidy has to do whatever he can to win the match, and that's what was available to him, so he took it. I thought a great start to the mm -hmm. show, and Moxley's back and justifiably pissed off, right? And <laughs> He was just like, he beat him down, and then just when he was like, Cassidy's lying on the ground, he's just like kicking him or whatever, it just looked like really vicious and, for some reason and he's, he's gonna he's gonna it. speak shortly after this right but even without having said anything he's already made that match feel important right like it already feels like I'm max sold. mox orange cassidy is important mm -hmm, absolutely without the promo that's to come yeah yeah um cassidy delivers once again seems the status quo has been restored uh, which is fantastic i 
we could do this for another however long as however run was. You could do that again, <laughs> and that is totally okay. Um, I think the Styles Clash worked really well here. Uh, the chemistry we got last week was on display again. Cassie was an easy buy for Claudio displays and strain insane strength again. Uh, I thought he had some really cool stuff in here. Just some of his stuff's really clean, just because he's so powerful. So you can just he does it with ease, and it's crazy. Uh, Cassie was on the back burner for most of the time, but um, gotta remember that's gonna be the case, right? Um, finish works too as it plays off of how uh, last week's match ended and a sudden win tends to be a staple of some of Cassidy's matches at least it's like right. I'd say it's at least half the time if not more um, I like Mox coming back with all the unfinished moves that we have here just simple like he was pretty brutal here uh, still think Cassidy should keep the title and again like it's a testament to how well that title run really worked uh, with Cassidy because Moxley is probably my all time favorite and this is the second time in a row I will root against him gladly um and that is like credit to orange cassidy we like we talk about how we really came around on christian but orange cassidy i think is underrated because i never hated orange cassidy because we hated christian right yeah so i think that was like a more noticeable tournament but i never hated orange cassidy i was just kind of like i i see a ceiling for right. this gimmick and we talked about that right yeah. but like it's he's truly great. come around I, yep. I like i think you were saying after we watched the match like love him or something right like he's yeah it's just he's, what he does he's, he's awesome. the best at this underdog champion it's generally one of the my favorite title runs that i've borne witness to because it's just like it really got me invested by the end to the point where i was like sad when it was over yeah. which doesn't even if there's a time run i like it's that's not often like that and so i'm i'm rooting against my boy uh two times in a row and i'll it's a classic wrestling that. story that he executes better than anybody i think anywhere yeah because right the fighting champion always works and there's like great examples like seen as us how runs always praised right like rollins is doing it pretty good right now i'll say right like i think it's i think even it's cody solid. rhodes and like guevara and they were doing a lot cody of... did a pretty good run yeah, right did. but like um yeah orange cassie just does it on another level because it's like so constant but like not only is it super constant but it's so consistently good too like there's at least like a few matches i can point out from his run that i really loved like the fletcher one was yep. great um i think he had a good one with garcia the four-way at forbidden door and you said the word earlier formula you know what you're getting but like he's gonna get beaten for like 70 to 80 percent and he's gonna have his little awesome flurries and ddt mm -hmm. ddt attacks so you know the formula but it's always good but it's a great formula it's and always entertaining if you have someone exciting like you can have such a great match like the Fletcher one his offense is so fast and explosive it worked super well against Cassie and same here because Claudio's got that explosive offense and all that as strength um and that works really well against Cassie I really need to see Takeshita face Cassie that's another guy if it's not Swerve I would love Takeshita yep um to win the title just because I think the Don Callis family needs to get something and also Takeshita would just uh, like because his knee strikes are already absurd mm -hmm. um like the one he did on Fletcher on Rampage was just uh, it's like he wants to kill people. I don't know how um, he does it safely, to be I, honest. Yeah, like when he hit three on Omega in that match, and that was crazy. But like he would smack the crap out of Cassidy with that knee. It would be crazy. Cassidy did. I remember he had some competitive matches too. I shouldn't say he hasn't done other. Cause no, but like, I think like did he face Darby? There were some smaller guys where it was more of a back Darby, and forth. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but like and usually he, he's... he was lurching control when he won the title back from Phoenix, which yeah. was weird. Right. Yeah, that is strange. Um, but yeah, so this was great. Great start to the show. This is the kind of thing we need every week. Mm -hmm. Like, just get back to this. If you're not going to give me the trios matches I want, then. Yeah, I, I saw a post on Instagram. It's like three things. Or what would you change about EW? One thing I was saying, like, we need the trios titles. Like, 
back to where they were because the best of seven series was amazing. That was a fun time. We got just like dead. Regularly got awesome trios matches way more often before there were championships, ironically, right? Like we is every week there was some sort of I think in this main event. Then they got belts and stopped doing it. The main event this week too also just kind of like not that we're not aware of it, but just kind of opened my eyes again to the claimed or not the trios champions that I want. Yeah. Um, which is like kind of been apparent, but just more so here because um, Elite were great uh, in their little run and the best seven series. Death Triangle also, also great because obviously they had the run. House of Black started off really promising and then they just kind of disappeared. We're forgotten about thanks to CM Punk, I would say, because of Collision, right? Yeah. Just to disconnect there. And now it's the acclaim. It's just like, yeah, even the trios tournament to crown the champions. We had like Elite and LFI, Elite United Empire, United Empire and Death Triangle. Mm-hmm. And like then there was the finals at uh, Brawl Out, which was what was it, the Elite versus Hangman Dark Order? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just we're a long way from that, so I, I wish we could get stuff like that back. Since we we got Cassidy back, now we need other stuff back. You know? Yes, I'd be fine with some trios. Mm-hmm. Um, so n- then we got our first little bit of MJF search for partners. I believe it was was it in threes? I think it was. I think so too. Not including the interview. Uh, he knocks on Kenny's room and Jericho answers. Uh, MJF asks for Kenny. Jericho just smiles and closes the door, which I, I actually really like. That. I was confused because I forgot that they were working a match as a tag team tonight. That's that's I was like, what I knew that is going on. That's that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Wardlow comes and chokes him different as well. Um, he's going to take everything from him because he's Wardlow and he wants revenge. And his name's Wardlow and he's here, even though I don't want him to be. Um, then Caster and the Claim show up, and Max again suggests they team together, and MJF walks off. Yeah, he's obviously MJF has burned bridges, right? So yeah. that, that makes sense. And so. then the Acclaimed is trying too hard. So he yeah, or Caster is at yeah. least. Um, I enjoyed this. I really enjoyed Jericho here uh, for once because it was just like a subtle callback to his extensive history with MJF, which I like the callbacks, right? Because AEW does that really well. And it was nothing that brought him into the center of focus. It was nothing that like called anything. Uber attention to him and yeah. didn't like make it about him. It was just like a little bit that like if you know, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So I really like that because it's just like it was kind of funny. It was just like a simple nod, like it was just like very subdued Jericho, and I liked it because it was it just... was kind of like you think I'm gonna do you a favor even as much as just talking to someone for you. It just no. it it, it, it made me chuckle. Yeah. Yep. So and then um. Of course, we're allowed to show up and remind me that he exists still. And now with everything MJF is doing right now that I like, like there's Joe, there's Bullet Club, there's the acclaimed, there's whatever, all the stuff that I like or love or whatever uh there's this dark cloud over because Wardlow is inevitably coming so that's but wait i'm gonna try really hard to give you like some Any, optimism because like, light at the end of the tunnel you know me words matter so he said i'm gonna take everything away from you when you least expect it so to me to me that's not a match because you would expect like you're trying and i i'm hoping it's like he's gonna do something to get the like somebody else the belt like to interfere or whatever he needs to do and maybe we don't like, get a program hypothetically for the title. he lets switchblade win the title okay. and then even if he and mjf have a feud it's not for the title and it can be down the card a little bit where i don't have to pay close attention <laughs> so i don't know i just I, 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 that's wishful thinking i yeah, thought it was finest. an interesting choice of words it when is, you least it expect it does not read <laughs> as match during a match maybe he will come for the title he's just gonna sulk at home for another few months right and he's just gonna be like did, did, i want my title match now. It, i wasn't injured i wasn't suspended no, uh, they just wasn't booked <laughs> so he's gonna what, he's gonna cost him just the title against switchblade then he's gonna be like i want the roh tag title could be that's but, what because you would never expect that i was not excited to see him here either no i just every time i'm just like 
thrown because I know that means he has to be doing something, and I just don't want him to do anything. Uh, next, we get a promo from Moxley. Uh, he was talking about uh, Orange Cassidy was in his title match against Phoenix, and that was his match. Uh, Orange took it, and he won the title back. He said he did him a favor at All Out, and he let him uh, walk out on his own power in Chicago. He said it's not about Cassidy. It's just Orange is in the wrong place at the wrong time. He said everyone's trying to write him off again um, like they did before. Uh, Moxley says he he's going to beat him, and there's not anything you can do about it. He's going to beat him within an inch of his life at full gear. Yeah, Mox was a bit more animated than you. I thought this was another awesome Mox oh, promo. I love Mox so much. I'm glad he's back. So he's back for less than in one episode already. Delivers a beatdown, cuts a great promo, promo, and like easily reignites an interesting feud for me, right? So he just gets stuff done, man. That basically is a workhorse. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I thought this was a great promo for me. Yeah, him. no time wasted here. Um, I really like when he was talking about everybody writing him off again because it reminded me he had a really similar promo after he squashed CM Punk mm-hmm. uh, for the Undisputed title. Remember, because uh, they had the title for title on Dynamite and he just killed CM Punk. Yes. And it was Loved it. Like, one of the greatest moments of my life. Um, but like, I remember after that, he was he cut like this passionate promo about everyone writing him off and no one expected that. Cause, and it was true because like, that was one of the most out of left field things yep. I had seen. It was. And I think that's the case here too because. I mean, he like I said, he's my favorite, but I'm definitely kind of running him off a little because I want the Cassidy run to continue, right? You do. So, uh, I like when it hits like that because it's it is true, right? So, but I like he's like kind of angry from that place, so mm-hmm. I really I really like that. It, it, was, good. it was awesome. He could sell the rematch in a week, so I'm glad he got a little promo here. I think we got like another week or two until the pay per view, so can only imagine how he'll build it from here. Rematch is going to be awesome. I would like to give it a stipulation, not because they need it, just because for, for fun. Yeah. Even though it was managed to be brutal last time without a stipulation, but maybe just... You could, just because they have recent history to just, just escalate fun. it a bit somehow. Just, just for gits and shiggles, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we get the Hung Bucks versus the Mobile Embassy for the ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championship. Yeah. Too many words for too many belts. Um. It is. So there was a flurry of corner offense from the Hung Bucks on Khan. That was pretty nice. They just kind of kept going at him. Uh, Hangman and Matt hold Khan, uh, draping from the ropes for uh, Swanton from Nick for two. Sorry, Bishop Khan. Um, and I bet he feels kind of dumb not wearing face paint. He's the only one not wearing face paint. He's he a prince. Looks dumb. He's a prince, okay. He could be the clown prince. Good. You know? Uh, pop-up powerbomb to Khan, courtesy of Hangman. Uh, Hangman was primed for a buckshot, but Swerve walks out, c- continually saying Swerve's house. Uh, and then he said, I was in your house last week, which is kind of funny. And Hangman tags out Nick and chases after Swerve. And then uh, later on, there's an outside-in superplex from Cage to Nick. Uh, Matt avoids Cage, but then immediately gets slammed down by the Gates of Agony. Then Nick just takes a barrage from uh, the Mogul Embassy. He took like a powerbomb and a knee from Cage. Then Gates of Agony hit the a double-team facebuster for the win. Yeah, he just got killed. Uh, then we see on the Tron, uh, Hangman Swerve brawling backstage. Matt, <laughs> the way I wrote it was... Gets mad. Um, <laughs> Matt blames the ring post for the loss and takes his anger out with a chair because he flipped over the timekeeper's table and grabbed a chair and started hitting the ring post. Yeah, it wasn't so the I'm, most convincing to me. I'm going to assume he just the ring post had something to do with it, maybe on commercial. So let me ask you, because I've listened to a bunch of stuff and read a bunch of stuff since then. When Swerve was in Paige's house last week, was your understanding that the baby was there in the crib or that, or not? Yeah. Why? Because he put the shirt on there, and what else is he talking to? I think he was... So my, And that's weird, because I've heard mixed. Most people say, yeah, I don't think his family was in the house. 
I think that was like the message of I could do this if I want to. Here's me in your kid's room. Because what are you saying that like they left their baby home alone or, or the wife didn't notice someone broke into the house while she's there? I guess like there was no one there, but that's. Because my interpretation was that he was just invading their empty house and going see how I can get in here. But on the flip side, why were they like whispering and being so quiet if nobody's home? But I didn't think the baby was actually in the crib. In the I moment. did. See, I thought maybe when I went back, that's what you thought. That's. I thought it was like the, the. He's he's baby stepping it right. He's to like I'm in your house. Now while that you, you mention it, it could there. totally go either way, which I guess is kind of cool. Yeah. Because it leaves it to interpretation, kind of unless you look closer, I guess. But like that's interesting. But anyway, I like it either way because honestly, too. it didn't bother what me. you're saying adds another level of psychological warfare to mm -hmm. it. It's like like not even time, that he did do it, but like that he could do it easily. Right. This is how easily I get in. So if you don't give me what I want, next time your family will be here. Right. So I Possibly. think like I thought oh, that's that's interesting then actually. Because I was when I was hearing people talk about it, I'm wondering. I don't. I was like, I don't think we drilled down into it because I. Because you know how you just assume everyone sees it the way you see it, so I don't think we talked about it. But when I heard other people, I'm like, I got, I wasn't under the impression that the family was there. I honestly don't know. But anyways. Because it's not like... I feel like it could be either way, right? So yeah, it doesn't really matter that, yeah. that much. Uh, anyways, this match, I'm happy the titles have moved back to Ring of Honor people. And I think this was more about furthering the Page Swerve story, right? And they found a way to get page out of there so that the bucks are shorthanded and can realistically lose to even though i like what are they called gates well, of agony see, gates of agony right. well, gates of agony and cage even though i like them because like he's a machine they're obviously not on the young bucks level so i thought the action was fine in this but pretty quick and it wasn't obviously didn't get a lot of page here the titles don't matter at all but i kind of like that it's on mogul embassies so I, we were just making a joke about like the cage name because someone else there was some other thing that was stupid and i don't remember what it was now i can't remember it was like something because you know how the cage machine thing doesn't yes. make sense it was something like that now i just i don't remember but i did not think this was like this was obviously not the hung bucks working to their full capacity for this it was a mid tv shifting the titles onto somebody else furthering the page swerve story mm -hmm. so it was fine in that capacity yeah i Nothing agree special. it was solid but it was more about the angle for sure um i thought it was at least uh worked decently in the match though um the elite were mostly in control or the hung box whatever you want to call them uh they were mostly in control in the early going before hangman dipped sucks for mc though because they basically lost their titles to the hung box and they were only good enough to win them back because one of the members left the match but on the other side of things it was a well-worked plan so Take it as you will. Yep. Um, the finishing barrage on Nick did look pretty convincing, though. Like, they just smacked him with a million different things, and we're just like, all right, thank you for the belts. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, glad to see Swerve and Hangman see you continuing with the rematch of the pay-per-view seeming a lock. That's nice. I think, like, two of my most anticipated matches on the show are just rematches, which is fine. fine. I think it's Mox and Cassie and then these two. And also, I'm pretty into Switchblade and MJF, because... I would love a win for my boy Switchblade. And MJF's yeah. just been having bangers too, frankly. Yep. So I mean, his storylines have been great and his matches have been great. So what more can you want? Good run. Uh, speaking of which, MJF's search continues. Uh, he um, he goes to knock on Samoa door but hesitates and walks away. Then he walks to Darby's door, uh, laughs that off, writes emo bitch on his door sign, and then walks off. Um, Caster and they claim to appear again with a pick us sign, and then Jeff walks away from them. Um, I like the callbacks here. 
um, with uh, Darby and then also furthering the Joe thing. I like keeping him in the mix. Um, we'll see where it goes. And, I still think it's the acclaimed, obviously. And I hope it's slowly like walking us down the path towards MJF as a heel because all these segments are revealing is these people hate you, you hate these people. Right, like, I like that because like, the Darby thing. Nobody likes you and you don't like anybody. Right, because he was really on Darby in the Four Pillars program, right? So I like right. that that's not gone away. Um, they did that last week too. What was it when he uh, rejected the acclaimed, right? Like, just yeah. I like the little tendencies still there, but that's what you need to do, right? You need to keep it in the back of our minds. And I think it's pretty sophisticated for a wrestling show because I don't think you're going to see in WWE where it's like WWE, it's like all the baby faces get along, right? Right, and this even is like, Kevin Owens, who's like Kevin Owens of NAW because he's the one that remembers things, but right. even then, he got won over by Jey Uso, you know As what I mean? He, like, he and not like right pretty easily for someone who's like cost the like Kevin Owens is the first rival for Roman Reigns outside of Jey Uso, so like. He'll, we'll say he's the first main rival in Roman's big-ass title run. Yeah. And he's been cost by Jay numerous times, over and over and over. But he's, like, in, like, a few weeks, he forgave him. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I feel like... Or, like, at least, like, mostly did, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. But, like, in AW, they do all this. That's right. You're right. In WW, it's like, as soon as you become a babyface, you forget what anyone ever did to you if they're a babyface. Right. You're just automatically Cody, Cody cool. won the titles with the damn guy. You're just cool like, with each other. Yeah. And McIntyre also kind of remembers, so I like that. But I feel like McIntyre and Owens are the outliers there, where it's like, I like that MJF's got this web of nonsense right now because he's got the acclaimed and Roddy trying to team with him. It's a bit too him. much going on for me. Almost. There's but like six I, I like it going, though, because it's just like, I like the interconnectivity here because it's like you got these two factions trying to team with him. You got him looking for partners. He's got this history with Darby and Jericho. He's got this... Like Samoa kind of, Joe he's got the Samoa Joe deal. He's got a feud with Bullet Club and potentially Samoa I Joe. I listed it later. He's got his friendship with Adam Cole. Like he's got yes. all this crap going on. He had the mini bit with Kenny Omega. Um, it is a lot, but I like that it's all going around kind of because we. It just like creates like it's a bit too it's much. It's an me. interconnected show though. Yes, but um, it's it makes it, it makes the whole show MJF. Yes, but um, which. I don't want anyone they, to be the whole show. They do it more in a better way than WWE does with the Judgment Day because yes. WWE solution is just to stick the Judgment Day in the opener in the main event every week and right. put slightly different matches. But like, they just did Sammy and Priest again, which is the lowest drawing Raw main event, I think. Mm -hmm. And they probably did that three weeks ago or something. Or they'll do Cody and someone versus the Judgment Day. Like They repeat the same stuff verbatim, at least with MJF. Yes, he's around a lot and he's doing a lot of things over and over, but it's different things. It and is. It's like, I digress. Next, we get to hear from Edge, because, yeah. Um, he gave Shivani props for wearing a lot of hats in the company. Fans cheered. He talked about his respect for staying, and they shared a lot of similar injuries, so they talked to each other a lot over the years. That felt like a cop-out to me, because that, 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 I don't buy that for a second. Because <laughs> when Edge was injured and retired, Sting was in TNA. When Sting was injured, Edge was retired. But I, I think it's more like, and it's possible, I'm not saying it's not made up, but it's more like this surgeon and physio people are known as the wrestling ones yeah, so maybe. they all go to the same ones but it kind of felt Probably. like a cop out to me because be. usually if there's some rich history aw's good at giving us the history yes. right like this just it felt kind of like a cop out for me because when it i was thinking be. about it last week i didn't there's no history i can recall for them so like and that you would recall it and anyone. i would know if there was something like even just like and maybe i'm wrong i could be wrong but just lining up the timelines to the best of my ability i don't think there's really any like for them to go way back because that takes you gotta have a yeah. decent amount of something there right so anyways that was a little off to me little thin for um, you. yes i would say so 
Um, you talk about uh, Darby Allen, someone you respect, and he's a uh, big part of the future is coming. You call him the foundation, whatever. Just call him a pillar, everyone. Like hmm. it's he's a pillar, okay? Um, you said people are wondering if he's going to team with them at full gear. Christian Cage came to save us, uh, with his his peeps. Um, he's threatening to retire, staying at full gear, uh, to which I am begging. Uh, while bragging about how he hurt uh, Alan dumping him on the stairs at Wrestle Dream, which I love the, mm-hmm. the reminder of that because that was gnarly. I would I would maybe rewatch that match just for that because that was it was crazy. Oh, that just pain. That's one of those things where it pains me to watch. There was one of those um, this week on NXT coming up. Huh. like that kind of looked spot. really painful. Uh, really pa- like really probably painful. Mm. I think I texted you in the moment. Did oh it was Julius? Yeah. You, okay. No. Now I remember. Yeah. I was trying to. Like, I was trying to think. Uh, he also threatened to snap uh, Edge's neck, so he told him to back down from him right now. He said he'll leave Adam in a wheelchair so his kids will check on him by wiping the drool from his face, which is that was pretty good. Uh, things got physical. Uh, he sent his uh, cronies to take out Edge. Uh, there's a bit of a misconnect with uh, Nick Wayne and Edge at one point. Remember, like, Nick Wayne was going to go for him, and then he didn't do anything, and then Edge booted him. Oh, yeah, that, that was a little miscommunication Um But Luchasaurus hit him from behind, then Nick Wayne hit the Wayne's World cutter um going for concerto but of course that cues sting to chase off all the mid guard heels because if there's one antidote to did he have the bad or no? heels probably i don't even remember uh, it's it doesn't sting. need it well still scary think about it this way if <laughs> yeah for sure think about it this way when he retires what is aw gonna do there are gonna be all of these mid card heel factions running amok because yep. sting's not around to save people find another 62 year old rick flair to come no <laughs> No, no. Oh, we no. forgot to talk about that, Rick. Yeah, got big signed. news. Hooray. I'm starting to get nervous about AEW. They may they are leaning towards like their WCW ish. It's getting a bit and crazy all the person I think they want the ratings for the re-sign, right? But like this is like you can't be doing this. They seem to be going from um a clear alternative to sports entertainment to, to like a hybrid. A yeah. Yeah, and I don't like sports it. Sports entertainment, better wrestling, because like yeah, and the, I the way I've been saying like because I like posted whatever, but like I'm fine with Jericho, Christian, even Christian Edge. for sure, Christian for sure, because he's reinvented himself. But I think say what you want about Jericho, Jericho generally for a veteran, he's pretty good. Like he he can he still go moments, well yeah. enough in matches. Yes, he's the only thing is he's too much of a focal point in his factions or whatever but like generally speaking he's still do- he's at least trying to do his part to like i feel like and edge i feel like can go well enough like his luchasaurus match was not bad by any means but yeah when you're bringing in uh we'll talk about it, paul white sting um flair uh jarrett these guys old guys who are taking up space and cannot go that's when i'm starting to get a little afraid i will i'll watch AEW till they die but it's getting it it is starting to bring a concern i'd add me, billy absolutely. gunn to the list of ones that aren't billy bad. gunn yeah he's fine Bill, billy gunn's not bad yeah because he's um he's, he's doing everything and he's over but like and people like to say sting but like he's hasn't really helped anything in my opinion like he's not horrible but he's also not useful to me he never really. loses as part of the problem part too. of the problem yeah he's not like jericho, will, jericho will lose right like yeah. he's lost to eddie He's lost to Starks. He's Just lost got to crushed Cole. by Hobbs. Got crushed by exactly. He got crushed by Hobbs. Sting will Not literally get. By anyone. Sting gets up from table spots. Sting <laughs> no sells yeah. people's punches that look way better than his own. Like Sting is, I don't know. It's this is a bit of a rant, but it's it's somewhat related. But yes, it's getting a little frightening just because, and um, I do want to defend them, but at some point it's like you guys gotta stop. 
Tony's too big of a fan. At the, it's the, and that started out being the great thing about him because he's a wrestling fan. But and now it still it's like, is at points. But it's yeah. also a bit of an yes. issue with also to mention CM Punk. The CM Punk thing would not have gone that far if he wasn't such a big Correct. fan, right? Yep. And if you like it with Flair too, there's no way he's not a mark for like the you know how, the how great flair, flair is. era probably. sting flair flair steamboat yeah right like there's no way and like yeah those are great but flair now is nothing of that and he's all i don't think he's, he's a draw he's still the human that he is i honestly don't think he's a draw i don't think i'm not so, just saying that because so, i loathe him i saw a thing that they're not even like paying most of his contract like it's some sort of thing i don't know like the yeah the wording was there's like something they're, about not, a they're not paying drink. most of his salary yeah about an energy drink yeah too. um which that that's got me invested. You For know sure. me with all the energy drinks. Love like, it. I don't. Anyways, yes, it's AW's uh, shifting a little. So sorry. Getting back to the specific segment. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. He just, speared Christian. That oh, yeah. was it. He's in the match as we expected. So, oh yeah, he's joining the match. Like cool. Christian's carrying this for me. Edge Edge isn't offering me anything and and you just said it. He's Christian's reinvented himself and, and he's Edge still is Edge. Just Edge from. He's the rated R superstar, whatever, whatever. He's Edge. Which still. I guess I get because I don't think people want him as anything else at this point. I and do. That's show I, me some range. I think that's bud. fair. What else can you do? I would say it's fair to keep him the same thing because he's been this his whole career. But you could say the same thing for Christian. Christian's right. been like, I mean, Christian's probably changed more than Edge has he's had never to. Never been this far into he, being he's a heel. Evolved himself when he honestly he didn't have to. Christian has every right to stay that babyface character that we didn't Captain like. Captain Charisma. Or Captain, Chris, would... he has every right to stay like that, and I wouldn't like it. But he he could do the edge thing. He he could coast. But Christian's doing his thing, and even Jericho, we might not always like it, but he still reinvents himself. He's changing like he got inner circle. He's got Jazz. He does Lionheart. Painmaker sucks, but that's still something new. He tries Edge. You gotta try something. Yeah, and, and Sting too. I find Actually, no, myself Sting can go retire. when Edge is there. I find myself just waiting for Christian to show up and save things, and he does hey, here. Sting too. And this wasn't like Christian at his most vicious, but he still was funny no. here. <laughs> Honestly, I would say bring Ric Flair back on TV one more time just so Christian can come out and save it. And clearly, this is awesome. all leading to Edge versus Christian. And let me—is that a big draw? Am I wrong? I don't care that much. No. Right? So that's part of my problem here is I know what the ultimate payoff is and I don't really care. And now I that will Sting's support involved, him for Christian even though he's going to lose. Now that Sting's involved, we know who's winning this match. So it, I'm not... Like, I know that's kind of funny, but it's, it's no, true. It's, it's the truth. So I, I don't know, man. I'm not a huge... Other than Christian, like I said, we're almost in December and I, he's one of my best He's on one the of the front runners for uh, Mike Man, yeah. Um, but the rest of this I could do without, mm -hmm. frankly. Um, this was fine. I just promo was fine. Nothing memorable. Even recapping it, I'm I was gapping on everything after he pandered to Shivani. Right. Uh, Christian makes a save once again with his entertaining words. Brawl was fine. A bit of a weird miscommunication between Edge and Wayne. Uh, but we all knew where this was going. I guess Edge being Christian was cool, but I didn't care as much as the fans did. Nope. We all knew we'd get here. We can only hope the match doesn't suck. Yep. Um, I would be hopeful that they give it some stipulations that it can kind of hide the lack of wrestling that Sting and Edge will do. But given that the Don Callis family are having their kind of big match on TV, I don't think we'll get two giant multi-man no DQ thingy majiggy extravaganzas. Probably not. Um, probably not. Yes. Uh, next we get Tony Khan and Nigel uh, announcing things. Uh, when Tony Khan announces something, I always hope it's something interesting. And um, it's 50-50. This was not. 
Um, yeah. Um, this is just all in ticket sales going on December 1st. Um, but I always get a smile out of seeing awkward Tony Kong because he made like some little joke or whatever and like he just kind of had the awkward laugh. Didn't he after. talk about his family putting up their Christmas tree in July? That's what it was. That was like, like what? What are you talking <laughs> about? But like, it made me laugh because it's like, I don't know, like, like we were just saying, Tony Khan, like he it does he's a big fan, so he's bringing like he's got his he's got his flaws, but it's I, I be love small doses. Though. I love how real he is. Well, yeah, it's always small, so yeah. I like it. But I always love how real he is because it's just like even if it doesn't really hit like this, I just you can tell it's him, right? Yes. Like it's just it is unmistakably Tony Khan. Just I don't know. He just because I feel like vince when he's always out there he's always putting on the character right, right. especially like when he maybe like, i don't even think if he knows where it ends and he begins anymore exactly right he just he's a character now and he, when he was in the midst of all the scandal stuff coming out he, he made a couple appearances on tv it's just like the same you know it's defiant pre, pre-programmed whatever but like tony Khan is just like for how awkward it is like it does it's like it's not great like TV wise, but it always just brings a little smile to me because it's just like it feels genuine. It's just like yeah, you, he's just himself. You know what I mean? Uh, and <laughs> this prompted me to say because I think our deal many years ago is that eventually when you retire, we're heading to WrestleMania wherever that yep. is. But I'm saying uh, if they're alive by in nine then, years, um, we go to. I would much rather go to All In. I will gladly go to All In if we can go there especially if it's in Wembley going to There's Wembley would be really cool a decent chance I would hate going to Wrestlemania actually yeah like I wouldn't enjoy the sheer craziness of it the length of it two days There's of it so many things that so I many celebrity enjoy. matches it would be the celebrity matches the two days two days might be okay actually I would rather that than like because remember maybe in 35 the last one it was seven hours yeah that's that. not so happening. two nights is fine but like um, probably the national anthem or whatever all the mid-match shenanigans that they usually get because like and the thing with Mania is that it's a hit or miss. Because remember, 38 last year was horrible, but we really liked it this year. We did. Um, All In was really great, and there's only one. so <laughs> batting a 1,000. <laughs> exactly. There's 39 against one. That's, like, a lot different. But anyways, that was that was nice um, for all you British people that listen to us. I'm, I'm assuming the whole 81. It's just them Everyone pushing, in Wembley are listen to us. So. Pushing to sell tickets, right? Yeah. And my most interesting thing from my notes from there, I referred to Nigel as Desmond Wolf. That's weird. That's weird. I think it's because since the like TNA rebranding, I've been thinking about whatever TNA, and he was cool, man. That's I, weird though, because we we watched him. He was in NXT for years, and we saw him on commentary. In my mind, I remember, and I could be completely wrong, but they were doing I forget what they called it, where they like people could vote. I don't know if it was call in or internet back then. I don't know how old I'm, how far I'm going back, but they could like choose who right. was in matches. I think he won and one, right? I, no, I don't think they wanted him in, but he kept winning by a landslide all the time. So they had to keep putting him in multiple. I think you're right. He was that really sounds good. like something I heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, next, we get 2.0 versus Jericho and Omega. The Sorry, who? Golden Jets. Stop saying they, I, they shoehorned that in. And I don't like it. And it, they tried so, and it was Excalibur. Where did the Jets come like. from? Because Winnipeg Jets that's are the okay, hockey team. That's what team. I thought. That's right. stupid. Why are I, they golden I, though? It no, really cause, so, see, just because Omega does the golden stuff with. But that's the golden part comes from Abushi because he's the golden star, and Abushi's not even like so the golden part's not even a factor. Just because they're the best. Like, I hated it, and I hated how many times that they went to that. Well. I like swerving our glory better because at least Ooh. I understand that. Yeah, this okay? just annoyed me honestly no swerving our glory is a better name because at least swerving our glory is a good like line it's not a good name but it's a good line like better than you baby is also a bad name but it's a good line yeah you know um x jazz are unchanged so they they are 
not introduced not introduced but they the, the description was all former members of jazz like they, that, they, that's how they're far they've literally ex jazz and it's yeah. been how long months it's been a couple months and least. they're still referred yeah. to as they enter as former yeah. members of jazz and the funny part Good I, luck to you I, I found in this match was just jericho's lack of remorse for fighting them now after yeah. like they made a whole song and dance with him like right feeling bad about very the inconsistent thing. and now he's just like eh. He's I've focused on fighting Don Callis and not making up with them because he. But remind, he never wanted to leave them, right? right. But like, I I digress. Um, Callis is on commentary with the family. Fletcher uh, with them now. He was looking clean as hell in the black suit and shades. Let me he tell you, cool. he was looking good next yep. to black coat Takeshita. Him and Takeshita looking fine. Bring Davison when he's back too. Yeah, I'm either like I'm torn because I love the Don Callis family and I love Fletcher, so I would like Aussie Open and or Fletcher in here. But at the same time, I'm always like of the mindset that Osprey is coming eventually and I want you know Empire on their own. Yeah. But maybe I don't know. I would like Ozzy open here because yes, I don't want Davis to be abandoned. No, me Just, either. Even though I, like I love together. Fletcher. I me love too. him. But you have to have uh the rockers before you can have the Shawn Michaels. And Fletcher's you know? singles run is coming, just not yet. He's coming to him. And I think Tony Khan sees that it's because coming. he's given him a few big matches this year uh when Davis is gone. So I think yeah. it's he definitely sees something rightfully so because I love Fletcher. But anyways, he was looking awesome here. Uh but um unfortunately more on him later. Uh you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh two get the jump on Omega and Jericho. Uh Tan Subex from Omega and Jericho to Minar's Tori Golden Jets, I meant to say. Uh Jericho gets a hot tag flurry. Um, this I thought it was funny. According to Callis, I guess everyone facing Omega and or Jericho must be trying to get in the family. Yeah, the only reason they do like kind of funny or like the two point hour trying to, like they cause they're fighting hard because they know there's the opportunity there, which yeah. I thought was kind of funny because like everybody like because that's what he kept saying with Fletcher right and when he was fits, facing Omega yes. when he was facing Takeshita he's like he's got the they opportunity he's fighting for the opportunity right so I thought that was pretty funny and it suits like, his like narcissist character right no like, I love it yeah assume it's all because you want to be with me. Right, everyone wants to get in the family, so they're trying yeah. to impress him against. They're trying to impress him when he's on commentary against uh, the Golden Jets. Uh, I'm gonna stop. Uh, <laughs> Jericho beats Parker with the Judas effect. Um, Noam Dar, he is not. No, um, not. Post match, Callus speaks uh, on the entranceway. He gives them credit for coming back after getting destroyed by Takeshita and Hobbs, respectively. That he did get destroyed again. Um, Omega should be the one with the broken orbital bone, honestly. And mm-hmm. on, because he just like I have all the clips saved. Uh, Takeshi just need him in the face as hard as possible. Yeah, it's honestly my favorite knee now. It might be better than the V trigger. It's Omega comes at him with better velocity, um, but like Takeshi just nails it. It's so good. Um, Callus challenges them to a street fight against his family in a couple weeks. Notice we've done on full gear, but if that's them not stacking the card, I respect that. Yep. Um, Omega says this was never about rules and just. It was just about hurting him and Jericho and all for Callus. So they accept the challenge. They'll have Kota Bushi team with them. And honestly, I wish they just stopped there. Let Guevara recover and have it as a three-on-three instead of making it four-on-four and what happens next. Um, Callus says they're still a man short because Guevara, obviously, which I kind of forgot about. I was thinking that it would be like a three-on-three and Fletcher's kind of a temporary Guevara. Yeah. Jericho says no, no. he sees Hobbs and mentions the match a couple weeks back. He says Hobbs is a big man, but he's a friend bigger than Hobbs, to which Callus says nobody's bigger, which is famous last words. And yeah, there's lots of people bigger, actually. So anyways. Saddam Singh, Wardlow, maybe? Big Bill. Samoa Joe. Big Bill. Thank you. Yeah. Like, that's, so anyway, that, those are all in AEW. They're so confident. Like, nope, nobody, nobody. I like, guess that's kind of callous. I think that, you're like that's like 6'3", bud. That could be callous, yeah, though, yeah. if you want to go there. Um, Jericho says he's no giant. Out walks Paul White. Cue Fletcher to take one for the Sorry, team. Sorry, you used the term walk, so that's strong. 
he, he hobbled and stood like, there. And he is he immobile. Didn't... He's a glacier at this point. I'm not the wrestler because he was kind of swift, but like he moves. I'm like honestly a nervous for the match. Yeah, and then of course Ozzy or sorry not Ozzy Fletcher has to take a shot. Which, oh, that I hated made me the sad. way he looked. That just like cause he looked so cool and they had to just diss him like that remember it your little brother sad. called it the co-punch the ko we just yeah. took the co-punch and was yeah. dead co-punch got him yep uh basic tag team match with an expected outcome i like omega did almost nothing in this he was like down and out for quite a while just another match used as a vehicle to further a story and that story involves big show in 2023 so that's not a story and like you said fletcher looked like a tool there and that annoyed me because he I absolutely love Fletcher. Where where it started looked good, and where it ended looked like a tool. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. No, it made me really sad because like I, the only thing I can say is that I'm glad it wasn't Takeshita because yeah. I would I would protect Takeshita over Fletcher. No me offense. Too. I, and I love Fletcher a lot. Me I've, too. I've really been impressed with him this year, but um, I would protect Takeshita above all else, and I've been adamant about that this whole year. We know that. Um, but yeah, so this was uh whatever, pretty much a typical squash to get to the post match. Um, Street Fight should be pretty good for the most part. I like most of the guys there. I love all the Don Callis guys. Um, absolutely love Takeshita, obviously. We mm-hmm. just said I love Fletcher. I really enjoy Hobbs. I'm Me I'm too. happy that he's like I really like Hobbs if they'll take him seriously, which I think they are. So I like it. And then I I I like Guevara, especially in the ring. I like Guevara. I think once his character finally gets like figured out definitively. I like Guevara because in the ring, Guevara is fantastic. Yep, he is. Um, and I like lo- I love Omega a lot. Love Abushi, and hopefully he tr- shows out. We're still waiting for that definitive Abushi. You know, we are. We need Abushi to catch. That. I feel like Abushi could really show out. You know, and then um, I like Jericho enough. When he's on his game, he's good still. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Paul White. <sighs> yeah, um, that's that's just. Okay. Um, I don't know why on earth he needs to wrestle again at all. Um, his match with QT Marshall is of a questionable quality, and that was over two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be... Well, I guess they'll really, really limit what he does. But it's like the only path to take here. How is he going to even... like? Let's say you want to take him out of the match for a while. Is he even going to be able to lay down and get back up? That's Run, what I want to know. Maybe. Run him into um, something, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. He'll, I'm calling it, he'll take like that, you know, he always does like the side bump instead of like, doing yes. like he'll do that. I remember um, for some reason we have that best of 2009 Raw DVD and there's that four-way match of the vacant weird. WWE title. I know, it's weird. I saw it at the, um, was it Chumley's when we were in Peterborough? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I have that. And he took an RKO on his side and it's yes. just like, and um, there's also, you know, the infamous Kane cell for the pedigree where he gets like his knee um he does like so oh he puts his one knee down he'll take like a yeah, pedigree yeah. like that and he'll like get his arms up too so i'll like yeah do like that um so the kane's got that and then big show's got his on like the side or whatever yeah pretty sure he did it for the pedigree too anyways he's probably not going to be bumping a whole lot nxt someone took a move i thought like really week? poorly yeah maybe you'll remember them uh, it's in my notes mm-hmm. i think um <laughs> also the thing you pointed out that really made me laugh was i have no clue why he was dressed to wrestle this night like he was in the full getup yeah big why knee pads big like the knee yeah. brace uh singlet which yeah like he's at least he's not like fat show anymore because he was for a while so no, like he he's solid shape he just he's pretty immobile yeah um because i'm sure he's had plenty of surgeries or whatever like probably like uh grandpa but like just, a thousand times worse right your body doesn't want to carry that much mass But you were saying forever. that he's not as old as we thought no he's the same age as edge which basically. is pretty crazy because a year older than edge big show seems so much older but he does. it's because he's so immobile um poor fletcher had to look stupid getting caught by white just great star for him and the crew just 
Yeah. Fantastic. Last week, what he had match against Omega and I mean, was, was Omega last week or maybe a couple weeks ago? But like in recent weeks, he's had a match with Omega and Takashi, which are both awesome. And then now he gets killed. Like that just that looks awful. But he looked awesome in the suit, though. I will say that a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fletcher in here is cool, though. I'm um, hope it doesn't kill Ozzy Open when Davis is gone. Hopefully, either they both get in or Fletcher kind of is temporary. Either yeah. or, but um, I do like Fletcher and the crew in general just because I like it's a faction of everyone that I enjoy. Like, there's no there's no one in that faction that I dislike. Even if you want to count Osprey in there, which mm-hmm. makes it better because I love I like everyone there, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a really nice faction lineup. Uh, I enjoy, and Callus is always entertaining. Yes. Um, next we get more Jericho and Mega backstage. I think it was after a commercial. They're in uh the locker room. Jericho talks about their team with Paul White and Ibushi on their side. The Golden Jerish show. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Uh, Young Bucks interrupted. Matt says he's not mad at Kenny or even Hangman, but he asked what the point of the Elite reuniting was if they're not going to have each other's backs, and he asked who let this prick, referring to Jericho, into their locker room. Jericho says they weren't good enough tonight, and uh, him and Omega were, obviously, because they won. Bucks lost. Uh, and to watch his mouth when he's talking to him. Omega says it's an enemy of his enemy kind of thing, and Matt says him and Callus are covered from the same cloth, but he tells him to tie it up after, and they leave. Yeah, we've circled back around to... Bucks uh, being confused? Yeah, the Bucks are like, do you like us or not like us? Are we friends or not? But I thought Jericho sounded cool here, like as the, like, don't talk to me like that, like the old guard sort of thing, yeah. respect your elders yep. kind of thing. But it just feels like it seems all very familiar, right? It's not necessarily yeah. bad. No, but I liked it, though, because it's a new direction of. for the Bucks. New and not, but, right. like, um, I liked it because it made sense. Or mostly Matt Jackson. I thought he his uh, irritated anger here was nice, and I think it makes sense. They just kind of reunited to fight that big war against Blackpool, and that was over, and they, there wasn't much else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of like that. Like, they kind of gone off in directions. So I don't mind a new direction for the Bucks if it means they're more interesting. So yes. I'm okay with that. Like, if it's a new character direction for them, that's okay. If they, they want need, to turn heel, that's fine. They need some sort of story and something. Yeah. Because their in-ring's always there, right? Just In-ring's but not the question. Give right? some context exactly. around it I care about. Um, And I just remembered when I was talking about this, Um, like, when I was writing my notes, let's not forget they won a title match at WrestleDream. True, true. They did. But they haven't received They have yet. not cashed they, in when... They didn't face FTR. They haven't true. faced uh, Big Bill and Starks. I don't know if they're just going to forget about it or they're waiting for uh, better champions. Hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Wow, you um, could easily forget Big Bill and Starks are champions, too. It's yeah. been a couple weeks tag, they've been the, mentioned. The tag titles are still hostage on Collision for some reason. Right. I don't know why that's got to be the thing now. It's not like CM Punk's there. It's not like FTR champions. Like, And I love I Starks. Know. Give me some Starks on my TV. Yep. And I'm, I'm not watching Collision. You come to me. Yeah. We'll um, check it out if we... If, if there's really something, something like good. Omega MJF. And I told you I started watching Rampage because I wanted to see the... What was it Commander Vikingo Penta Penta and I fell not their fault I fell asleep because I was watching it super super late but it was all I can tell you is it started off super fast and I don't yeah. know where it went from there. Penta was wearing that red gear it looked, again, which awesome. looked awesome. I, yeah. I was gonna tell you that he wore the super red. His gear, gear is sick. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um. Next we get Cheetah versus Willow for because, the AEW Women's World Title because Willow just lost. Did she not to Julia Couple Hart weeks, as you like a month out. ago or something? So Julia Hart, who's not even high up the card, I who lost say. to Statlander. So yeah, I mean, and I like Willow, and that's what annoys me because, anyways, I don't think they're treating her very well. But not, we'll get, so I don't know what qualified no, her for she's a just title like match. A solid, but she got one. She just seems like a good hand. That they seem like she can lose all the time. It doesn't matter. The crowd still cheers for her. She's still positive. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, she knocks Will off the apron with a knee strike, then follows a crossbody to the outside. Uh, middle rope shotgun dropkick from Willow. Sheeta came back with a missile dropkick from the middle rope. Uh, Avalanche falcon arrow from Sheeta, but Willow fires up and kicks out one. Forbidden door. This was not. Uh, pounce from Willow and a Death Valley driver for two, which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheeta rolls Willow and a crucifix for two, then a pump knee for two. Sheeta unsheaths the katana yeah, for the win. Did. Yeah, I like. Again, you're making a random match for Sheeta to get a defense mm-hmm. here. Then when there you, was the whole aftermath of Sky Blue and Julie Hart, which I don't even care to get into. You chose Babyface, Babyface, right? Which, which I don't. It's a bit. Gives it even less heat. It's, but Babyface, right, exactly. Babyface only works with some storyline in there, right? And I, this is me being bitter. I wrote for this. For a title see, match. They seem to want Willow to lose in as many situations as possible. I do not understand what they're doing with her. You have a natural Babyface that the crowd is behind, and you guys are just like, well, they'll keep cheering her. She can just keep losing, I guess. So. I thought the action was pretty good. Willow looked really strong in a couple of stretches, but just no drama in this. There's no world where Willow was winning. No story, no build. Um, and then, yeah, Tony Storm comes out, right? Then Julia Hart, and then Sky Blue. And yeah, so Tony Storm came in and, like, starts beckoning towards thing. Willow to, like, come with me. Yeah, so it was like Storm you. was doing her weird thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, and oh, she was lying on the ramp. Or she was, yeah, she was doing like her whatever weird routine in there. And then, so it was funny. Sheeta um, came up the rim. She just smacked the shoe away from Luther, which is, we did confirm it is Luther. It is Luther. So I guess he's too cool but for a helicopter. She just smacked the shoe and kneed her in the face. Yeah, she just ran and kneed right. um, Storm in the face, which I thought was kind of funny, actually. And then Storm ran off. Uh, Julia Hart appears by Will, extends her hand, just trying to get her to, jo- to, to join, join I guess. her, I guess. It'll be the House of Black version of ni- of um, Nightmare Collective. Did you ever think the only person in the House of Black that would get regularly on TV would be Julia frickin' Hart? Yeah, why Another are question not here? Right. I mean, I did see they're feuding with LFI, though, on yeah, the collision. that's cool. LFI are back, but they're baby face? I guess. What? So Sky Blue, Blue Misted, Julia um, Hart. Yeah, so Sky Blue. Or I wrote Evolving Sky Blue because that's the terminology that's been used. Um, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. And that, that's They've said that, and mm-hmm. I quote, um, she goes between them face-to-face, and then she makes it look like she's turning on Willow to join with Hart, but then she missed Hart. So the make it was all it was just makeup. And Julia Hart in the most natural line ever goes, curse you at some point, which I was like, <laughs> that's so bad. But... I don't know. I, oh, Julia Hart sucks. Can it, she make the running for worse? So the bottom line is the stuff after the match was pretty dumb, but I guess they're trying to give women a story and it's not the outcast. So it's missed. But points like, for that. The only time the mist is very hit or miss because the only time it's ever actually recruited someone is Julia Hart. But like Pac's been misted. Willow's been misted. Sky Blue's been misted. I'm fine and it, with like, it being a cheating method, but it's not a mystical force that like, brainwashes you and what's oscar's excuse then i don't know just use it to cheat and move on how many people is tajiri cultivated right like exactly get with the armies yeah like is it because julie Hart's supernatural and she's like tapped into it like uh, i don't know she's spooky so (laughs) it's all you need to know she's spooky that's that's spooky season spooky no it's christmas season it's november that means it's christmas disagree legally it's christmas um, this was fine once again. I saw a women's match from in ring perspective, but like the no re- action, for no reason. No, for no reason. But the action always lacks some intensity to me. Like because of that, partly. That part because of that, but I think just like the pace is never super yeah. breakneck. But maybe that's also just a and it's like you're then. getting eight minutes and three of it are a commercial, so yeah. you better get yourselves over. Exactly. Good luck. Um, both these women in the ring I like, but lacked any drama or intensity. Just some decent action. Agree. Nothing else. Uh, like she didn't Stone didn't care about the Julia Hart crap because. No. I don't like her or Sky Blue 
or Willow. Oh, actually, no, I do like Willow. Never mind. Willow's cool. Yeah, we like Willow. Willow deserves better. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we get the acclaimed approaching Max, who's like gone through his options, basically. Bowen says, no one likes MJF other than Caster, and he says, everyone loves the acclaimed. Caster says, all he has to do is scissor them and wear what's in the bag, uh, which is pretty obvious. And just says, they will never tag, and he's one more group on the list. Cut to Jarrett's group and MJF's size, as do I. Um, all I had to say was, for the love of God, no. Why is Jarrett was anywhere near this is beyond me. And it's for me, it was, I mean, nitpicking maybe, but like, I thought the storyline was MJF is absolutely desperate for tag team partners, and there's like multiple groups begging to be his partners. So it's kind of like. But I guess he's got like reasons to, like. You're obviously not that desperate. He's desperate, but he's picky. I guess you're not that desperate. He's, if he's you're still MJF. Turning down like four different groups. Hey, I'd turn down Jared too. Yeah, of course. Uh, next we got the Roddy, Roddy in the Kingdom. Roddy calls Cole and shouts his name at the phone, which was kind of funny. One more group willing to work with MJF. Yeah. Yeah. Although. MJF's been extensive in his dislike yes. of Roddy, so I can't. I'm not surprised that he's yeah. not going here. And I mean, he's a scumbag, so he he could be as desperate as uh, he wants to be. Um, Roddy talks about MJF not asking him to tag after he's been so nice to him, and Cole tells him to shut up. Um, nice little surprise right here. It's interesting, like Cole getting like fed up with him now. Yeah, a little um, bit. We'll see how Finally. that develops. Yeah. Yep. Um, Roddy, like it looked like he either had like a mustache or he was clean shaven, which is weird. Yeah, Movember maybe. Ew. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do Movember. I'm not. I'm not. Just keep the beard. <laughs> All the time. Um, <laughs> uh, main event time with Bullet Club Gold against MJF and the Acclaimed. Yeah. Uh, MJF got the matching gear, which is pretty so, standard. But the pink scarf made me laugh, just because like that, like it's just like the Burberry, but it's pink. Did the segment before confirm that it was acclaimed MJF? I thought they still left it open ended. They or, kind of did, but, but I mean, MJF like, claimed taking the bag was sort of an yeah, I and guess. they claimed kind of went I guess assuming he would, yeah. and then he did it because like I guess the main event's here, and because I got to the main event and... still not being a hundred percent sure who I was there, knew, but, but yeah, yeah. Bullet Club Gold has the sweet entrance again. There's like the thing with like that the they adopted. Going around them yeah. is simple but it's so good. So good. Yeah. They adopted that from the guns entrance because I think the guns started doing it first with their new entrance where they had like the they'd spit water with the finger guns, right. which was cool enough. Like that helped the guns presentation tenfold. It's all about I think... having a hand gesture. <laughs> it is. Uh, that's you gotta have a good hand gesture. You yeah. Do. Um, but like adding switch and juice, even like when the guns do their entrance and it's just with juice, he's just like. Like he's just like he's just like primed he's a with cartoon character, he's, but in a good way. He's not like Cena in a bad way. Like yeah, like no, I just look at Juice in his entrance and I'm laughing because he's just he's so he's Jack funny. Black of wrestling. He's the Jack. He's just so funny looking. Like not even like he looks like he's just everything he, he does has such an expressive face. Right? Everything like, he does is amuses me. Yeah. Like it's awesome. But yeah, the so the rotating camera. I'm like I love it. It's like there's like a bit of smoke. There's it's blacked out. The white light on them. The finger guns of the water. It's like it's a star entrance. I love the fourth. I'm honestly good. like, Bullet Club gets pretty big, right? But if Bullet Club Gold just stays these four, I would I could not be happier. Like these, they're just it's a perfect uh, was quartet. quartet? Yep. I, I was I was okay. I wasn't sure if I was saying it. It right. is. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a perfect quartet there. I love it. The entrance is awesome. Um, I love everything about quartet it. Quartet titles? Question mark. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> ROH World Eight Man Tag Team That's Championship. It. That's go. what we're getting. Um, there was not a lot to know from this. I thought the action was kind of slow. It was not um, a. It was not like a multi man tag that I like for sure. That I like to. My have, first yeah. note is 
Most of Caster's rap is censored. Jack finds it uncensored in two seconds. His rap was really good, though. <laughs> it was funny, yeah. Um, I, I like you said a while ago because when he does it in squash matches, it's kind of like just generic. But like he is like timely reference here. He made a timely reference, and then it was also like. It was just like when he was going after Switch, but it was like really fast, and it was like specific with him and Juice. That was thing was a pubic hair joke on his face, and I like him finishing the Ass Boys line because yep. used to do that, right? You so do, that, yeah, that's, that's a callback. Nice. That's a nice callback. Yep. Um, Bowen says Guitar Crush kind of moved to Juice. Um, Austin taunts with the guns up, then both Ass Boys get taken out by their father. Um, acclaimed after a scissor, which is denied. A scissor me timbers to Colton, and like that's pretty much all I noticed. Like there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of action. A ton, I man. Half watched this just because like it was there wasn't. It a lot wasn't going. very I was expecting engaging. More even just for Bullet Club Gold to have some more dominant offense, but I always pay attention, just, and this wasn't super. Maybe exciting. it was the time constraints. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, MJ got the hot day again, and a kangaroo kicked to Austin and Juice. Then White came in from behind to hit a Blade Runner to steal the win. White lined up a belt shot on MJ, but Caster takes the bullet for him, and White makes a hasty escape. Um, Billy Gunn gets in MJ's face and he's like yelling, I'm demanding a scissor after casting yeah. the sacrifice, which I kind of like. That was like nice because like the acclaimed are mm-hmm. super tight knit. So I like that kind of like intimidating MJF into doing that just because cast. So I thought that was kind of a sweet moment. Uh, and then we get the four way scissor, which is, you know, all the, all the fun and whatever. Yeah, I guess the match was okay. I don't know. It didn't just didn't feel important. Nothing main stood event. out to me. No. And sort of for me, again, I talk, hinted at it before. It's like m- diminishing returns of MJF a little bit on this show for me. Just too many things going on and they felt the need to address like all of them each week it seems so like a few things is fine but five or six things right now at least the devil mask being addressed thing, is too much at least the devil mask is quietly in the background and that's like so three it's seconds, not like right right and then at least that's not another thing on our plate right now they can kind of maybe start yeah. addressing it after full gear but this match was one of those where like the whole is less than the sum of its parts right because i like a lot of the people involved in this but the match was just kind of there for me i, I like guess. everyone except billy gunn right and I don't even hate Billy Gunn. I don't, I don't hate him. Of no. the aged group, like he's fine. No, we that, like we said, it. he's one of the better ones. Yeah, he's one of the useful ones. Still. Yeah, I think so. We'll say that. Um, yeah, it was a fine main event, not as action packed as I like the main events or the multi man tags to be. Especially with how much I enjoy Bulk of Gold, I, I expected more from them, especially because like they're such a great unit. Right. Um, but I didn't know a lot just because genuinely there wasn't a ton that grabbed my attention. The finish was well done though. I like just like the sneak Blade Runner picking mm-hmm. up the win, and he keeps the. Uh, physical belt so that's nice i will um, say complaining about the match i wasn't sure who was gonna win that's true like it wasn't a telegraph win for me mjf would probably win i i would have said more likely that mjf wins as so well. i like the so surprise result fine. that, that yeah. works for me post match was nice though caster taking the shot was nice and i like that like billy gunn really stood up from there i don't like yeah i don't really care about them, but like i just i thought that was a cool moment i don't know why also um t- today on collision they're doing their 69 day celebration so that that's that's, that's, that's of course funny. they are um, um, the the scissor was amusing. Feels like a one and done for MJ. I feel like MJ should move on from the acclaimed after. Like they he should they helped him out, which they wanted to do. But the, after this, we don't need any more of this. I like the acclaimed, but they need to be in their own orbit. Right. I agree. Um, no bell back for him though, so the status quo remains, and that's okay because I thought like MJ would get the bell back. And I like this is like an extended belt theft. Usually it it's is. like they steal for a bit, then they have the title match, I think and that's they why lose the I assume they, he was winning this too, because it's like okay, right. he's got to have his belt. Exactly, they want him but I like that belt. Switchblades, um, breaking the mold. You know, yep. it's, it's a belt theft that I am all right with. Yeah. So overall, this week I thought it was better than last week, but I still wouldn't say it was a an even an average 
Dynamite, I thought it was a bit below. Just the in-ring action, I didn't think was very good this no, week. The opener, the is, opener, the opener feels a... on par, but we need more like that. We need like kind of some stellar stuff throughout. Then it was like, yeah, it felt like two of the matches were furthering angles more than anything. The main event was a little lackluster considering who is involved. And then you had a match with like Big Show in it. So adding him to the list of the far too washed up WWE people on Dynamite. So again, it makes me a bit I don't even know nervous. why he's still signed. So I gave it a C plus, below average, but not as bad as last week. Yeah, um, really fun opener that helped the show out a lot, and um, some amusing MJF bits throughout the show. Um, those were probably like the best things. Um, Edge promo did not thrill me. Paul White's thing just annoyed me. Uh, the six man tag title match was actually fine because it's it the storyline purpose was good. And actually, I forgot Moxie's promo was awesome. It was so really that good. Was also a highlight yep. as well. Moxie has was. Had a great first hour of this yeah, show. Absolutely. Um, women's match was okay and the main event was okay, but honestly a little disappointing, if anything. Yep. Um, so I would also give a C plus a better show than last week, but still we need to kinda things need to ramp up before full gear. Because I think full mm-hmm. gear could be a really good show, but we need to kinda build hype more. I would agree. All right, so we'll move into uh, a little break from looking at current wrestling and look at some other stuff in a trivia segment we like to call off the top of his head. All right, this one might go pretty fast this week. I did a bit of compiling of things, but I know you're going to know a bunch off the top of your head, which is fair because that's the segment, and I may have to give you hints for other ones. So I have a list of 14 people. I'm not saying it's an exhaustive list, but it's a list I found going to a few different sites of wrestlers, could be tag teams. I think there's one tag team on here who performed their own theme songs. Okay. So off the top of your head, without any hints, who do you know? Cena. John Cena is correct. So I'm just crossing them off here as we go. Yep. Um, Anyone I else? Swerve does, but I don't think that would be there. I didn't count him, no. Uh... Somebody adjacent, though, which I think will be the hardest one. Big... Now I gave you a big hint. Case Lee. Yeah. Do you know when? NXT. Correct. His yeah. NXT. Li- I had. His that's voice one is I definitely did- in there. Yeah. That's one I didn't know. I I do know that now that. You're okay, right. so you got twelve left. Um. Okay, let me think. I'm just trying to think of themes. There's a lot like so a lot from big a big show. Sounds like he did his. It's just him with going. It's the big show. I think. That's, I don't I, think that's. Uh, I didn't count that, that one. The Rock. Does that count? He's the in, Rock. That's funny. Even though I put not really singing, but it is his voice. He is in his correct. Most of his yes. So a lot from an era when I was younger. So think 80s era. There's a bunch in there. 80s really not Hogan. Hogan seems nope. like something else. Um. So one was demolition. Do there no enhancement talent was one of my favorite wrestlers early. Correct, you knew that Coco Coco Beware Honky Tonk Man, which I correct. I actually didn't remember Coco saying his. So Honky Tonk that era. There's a couple more at least. One you should get. One I should get. Then we're looking at like someone in AEW right now. Oh Jericho. Jericho, correct. That's easy one. I should have known that already. Uh, another eighties. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, let me let's see. Like how major would you say? Um, never had a made the main championship, but was a huge heel back then. Not perfect, was it? No. Similar era, I guess a little bit before probably, or maybe the same time. Similar like really similar status. And had also has kids that wrestled in WWE or kid that wrestled in WWE. Correct. He sang oh, his that's own. That's an obvious one, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. a, 
Canadian tag team of that era. Had the tag titles, but Strike were ne- no, but were never like the biggest thing. Can Am Connection. No. What am I? Both saying? Canadian. Heart Foundation. No. Wait, no, they didn't have lyrics. What am I saying? Both from a very distinct state, or sorry, province for Canadian. Oh, Quebecers. Yeah. So, what was their name early on? Or not the Quebecers, because that was with it. That was with PCO in it, wasn't it? Yeah. So not Quebecers. Oh, what like the Rousseaus? The Rougeaus, correct? The Rougeaus. Yeah. Yep. I remember they had their own. I honestly don't even know what their theme sounds like. Um, arguably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, people will say. Currently involved with the NXT. Oh, Shawn Michaels. Correct. Oh yeah, that okay. That was an obvious one. NXT performer from back before you were really watching regularly. I think went to it main roster. No longer Enzo. Em- no, no longer employed. Enzo's not one of them though. He's was part of a tag team and his partners on an Impact. That's now it's like almost Enzo. Almost Enzo. That's like basically Enzo. Mm-hmm. Oh. Had a lot of nicknames. Still sounds like Enzo. And did have a pretty lengthy career. Never the champion uh, in NXT, but a fan favorite. His gimmick was more over in Dillinger? NXT. No. Why? Along those lines. No, Jose? No. Why am I saying? No. Uh... Did a comedy tag team on the main roster for quite a Drake while. Maverick? No. What? Comedy what tag team with his partners now in Impact. They did, and for a while they weren't even, they were a big deal and they weren't even wrestling. It was just their segments and vignettes backstage were a big deal. Street Profits? Nope. Or Dawkins or Ford? Uh, I'm trying to get, he, I don't, uh, there's two, I'm trying to think of hints that you won't get it right away for him. Who's in, who has just started a new character in Impact that I kind of liked, Cutler? but then he got a, second who i don't like so it's kind of made me annoyed oh dango right who is his partner Tyler Breeze? correct oh okay. he had that his own sense. i forgot he that did. too yes that's true i forgot about this him. one's obvious he's been gone for a long time but he's still with wwe he's just injured or not wrestling old guy now still in crazy shape raps old guy who's 24 7 specialist oh, truth our truth correct well, like his is weird because his theme inherently doesn't have lyrics but he like Always wraps over it. So that one's like that one's kinda like Caster. Oh, Caster the that would apply. The acclaimed. It would. One of the so one is for, you have three left. One's from like Attitude Era, part of a faction. Rikishi. No. And then the other two are TNA. TNA, yes. One whose themes Jeff Hardy. Yeah, who I was just gonna say whose themes are awful and they make me laugh and I love that he thinks they're good music because they're trash. His music's not good. Uh, no the, more words is awesome, but he didn't do that. The so. other TNA slash impact is a woman who is still currently there. Gail Kim. No. She is active as well. Wrestles. And then one from are you saying TNA because they're actually TNA or are you saying TNA because they're TNA? Both. Now? She was in TNA and she's currently in Impact. Mickey James? Correct. Oh, right. Correct. Yeah, no, that makes the sense. The last one was like the Attitude Era, part of a very popular brash and cocky faction who was... Triple the, H? Who, right oh, faction? Oh, no, New Age LS. Mm, or Road Dog? Yes, Road Dog's correct. Okay, very good. Sense. I thought that was interesting because I, I saw a random article somewhere and I was like, hmm, how many people did actually? Very good. You did well. All right. So we're going to move back into some more 
wrestling from this week, and that's whatever we saw, liked, and didn't like. We call it high spots and rest holds. Okay, so in your viewing of main roster, you said there was nothing really that you wanted to draw any attention to. No, sir. And I don't have impact this week, so it's going to be quick. We'll just talk through NXT, which I did list almost everything because I thought it might be a short week. So um, I think I left out a couple details that didn't seem to matter, but most things I got here. So uh, the first thing we see is Shotzi and Scarlet, who are still our hosts for night two of Halloween Havoc. Hooray. Um, show up in the Ecto-1. Do you know what that is? Yeah. The Ghostbusters car? Mm -hmm. So they're dressed as Ghostbusters. Listen, their stuff is not for me at all, like the spooky stuff and silly stuff, but their costumes are, are pretty great. I think people enjoy it generally. I am just not one of those people. So sometimes, even though I don't like stuff, like I get it. I get what they're doing. It's a Halloween-themed show, so it just doesn't do anything for me, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people do like it. So good for them. Uh, something I did like, I like the opening TLS, Tables, Ladders, and Scares. It was a pretty crazy, uh, this is the one I was texting you while I was watching it. You, did, you saw some of NXT, but not this. It was the Creeds, uh, and they defeated uh, Carrillo and Garza in a pretty crazy match. Um, at one point, one of the Creeds gets DVD'd onto the other and through a table, and that was like within the first few minutes, I think. They're already through a table. Uh, Julius basically gets, it was almost like a double gorilla press slam off the top onto the edge of a ladder i think he was supposed to land a little flatter on it and he i think i might have seen that i don't remember he, remember i think i texted you oh my god uh julius's back is destroyed like just marks all up and down his back from this and then still a little bit later takes a vicious power bomb that cracks a ladder that they had set up in the corner so i think that might have been what I julius's saw. back just got pummeled in this I, wrote, I don't even remember it now, but I wrote Gory Bomb Stun Dog Combination by Carrillo and Garza to Brutus through a table I thought looked really cool. Oh, I think that I saw that. That was like the Dark Orders movie. You know, the Grayson and Uno had the fatality. Yeah, it, it, looks like coo that. it looked cool. Um, Garza goes through a table as well, just so he gets a turn, but his was a little more, a uh, little nicer. He was just kind of shoved off the apron through a table. Then you see the finish, which is the Doomsday Brutus Ball to Carrillo through a table, which also looked pretty good and is a pretty... That was right. definitive way that. to finish a match, I would say. I don't say. love that as a finisher. Through a it's table. It's still just a bit of a disconnect for me. Yeah. I, I thought a really entertaining match, and it a hot opener. I thought the crowd was really into it. Felt a bit short, but I don't know. It was, a, it was a sprint with a whole bunch of memorable spots, so I thought it was really good. Then we got a Joe Gacy pre-recorded segment, and I... Uh, did I you're... heard there was one. I did not... I didn't... I wasn't able to find it. Jury's still out for me a little bit. He He's all alone. The camera's pulled in really close to his face. He talks about how he's done bad things and been through bad things and he's not really making excuses or asking for forgiveness. Uh, something along the lines of like everybody's turn generally turns on him, but now the strings are all gone and he's on his own. So he didn't really reveal anything other than I think confirming that he's he's by himself now and yeah. I think confirming that he's a heel because he's like, I'm not asking for forgiveness or anything. Maybe that's like... the i guess I would and honestly really, yeah. his delivery is pretty good right like he can talk and he's good in the ring so i hope whatever because he's been wrestling a long time he's not really a developmental guy no he was like in what the ndw evolved for a while right so i hope that they go somewhere that works because i kind of like him so we'll see then we had supposed to be tiffany stratton taken on fallon henley because fallon dressed up as stratton last week um, but Stratton just attacks Henley. I saw like during so Henley's I entrance. Saw what culture talk about and like the ups and downs. I thought they said that was dumb because 
that end of the match, but then they also do this kind of thing in other matches where someone like gets an early attack. Yes. And the matches went on anyways. So this match didn't even happen. It's uh Stratton attacks Henley's leg and runs her leg first into the post, although it was more of a crotching, if we're being honest, and then actually puts a pretty decent looking figure four around the post, and that was it. The match is gone, and I was confused momentarily. Um, the metaphor, unfortunately, are going to the haunted house that NXT loves. Why so much. do they have to? I don't understand why they still have to do this. This is such to a to get the cup thing. back from Tazawa. That's stupid. And to be honest, later on, Dar kind of blows this whole thing up further for me because I had forgotten some a little detail he points out that makes it even dumber. But anyways, um, the the metaphor are dressed up as Scooby Doo and his friends, which was kind of funny. Um, and they're just there to get back the cup from Tazawa. In the first segment, they hear a voice. They go in. Spooky creatures, zombies, whatever people. And again, makeup and stuff looks fantastic. It's just not anything I'm super interested in. The metaphor run away. That's part one. Um, then we got Nathan Fraser and Dominic Mysterio. So Rhea's with Dom and Dom. <laughs> this made me laugh too. Dom's dressed as a convict. Like he That's has, fine. you know, the little sign they hold when you'd get your mug shots yeah. taken. He's got that around his neck. And he's handcuffed, and uh, Rhea has to undo his cuffs before he did goes she do to the it ring. Did successfully, though? Did she? Yes, yeah, successfully, yes. Yeah, okay. Low pressure situation, she did That's well. Fair. And then I noted Dom is wearing kind of furry boots, like Uggs, to wrestle in, which was interesting. Anyways, Fraser's on fire early. Dom escapes to the floor. And you can hear, I liked it because you can hear Dom tell Rhea Ripley, like, he's too fast. Like, that was kind of putting him over mid match, which I thought. Fraser does that AJ Styles backflip into a re reverse DDT. But he does the elbow, right? This one was the first time it was a little bit off, and Dan Dominic kind of lands awkwardly, but clearly nothing was wrong. They went on. Uh, Ripley distraction on the floor. Obviously, Dom super kick to turn the tide. Uh, we get a really sudden where he just leaps up to the top rope, superplexed by Fraser. And then it's a curtain call. Is that the one where it's a suplex lift? Because it was. It was it's a suplex the... lift and then twisting neckbreaker. That's uh final cut oh Kurt, right Kurt call is the one gold dust day where it's like the inverted front face song he lifts him up but then right drops so him not that yeah, the first one the twisting one yeah twisting one's final cut or Fra final reckoning in AEW. fraser then he takes his turn he's shoved off the turnbuck atop into the announce table um back in the ring frog splash and it's over i thought the match was solid nothing spectacular there's no way fraser was winning i didn't think and he seems sort of trapped in that spot right now. They don't really know what to do with him. And I can't and, say uh, I he do. He had the bit with the cup, right? Yes. Dom won clean here, which he almost never does, right? Not a ringing endorsement for Fraser either. And that whole hard-hitting home truth That's is I'm done with going, that. Yeah. yeah, that. After the match, Wes Lee makes his return. Super kicks Dom. That double, was nice, at least. Yeah, me too. Double foot stomp to Dom. Lee picks up the North American title, holds it up in the ring. Dom escapes to the floor. I like having Wes back, and I guess he's not Trick's attacker, because that's kind of what I was hoping for, right? Just That would be interesting. But I guess not if we're here. And I, and I put here, because it comes up later, it could be Lexus King, because during his interview with Mackenzie, as he's like lounging in his throne, he says he's really proud of something that he's, quote, already done. So I thought maybe that was like a red herring or some sort of idea that he Doesn't could be involved. Doesn't hurt that in there. Right. Um, and just, to, I didn't think that Lexus King sounded very good in his interview this week, but that was basically what it was. Uh, we have JC Jane talking to Andre Chase backstage and she's, it's just the two of them. So she's basically hinting that she expects, um, Chase to help her cheat because her involvement got sort of not indirectly, but got Chase the championships because she wanted Chase to use the belt. They didn't want to whatever, but it was enough of a distraction that still got them the win, right? 
So she was actually more subdued in this conversation with Chase, and I preferred it. She was just talking almost like a normal over person. Over the top like her and right. Gigi were. So it was kind of like, this is what you should be doing. Like, you're still a heel, but it's not as crazy. Um, and then, for whatever reason, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn are there, and they're spooky a few times in various costumes as well. And they're talking about the women's tag titles being cursed, which does seem to be the thing right now, yep. right? If you get those belts, something bad's happening to one Liv of them. Liv Morgan's been injured like twice. Right. We go back to metaphor, haunted house stuff. Um, I think I'm summarizing the rest of the segments here. They, of course, get separated, kind of like Scooby and the gang. So that was kind of interesting, right? They're in the outfits right. and the things happen. Uh, so Miss Jackson passes out after encountering some zombies or something. Um, Oro Mensa is taken out by Tazawa yeah, and some other zombies creatures. I caught like that lumberjack, the zombie lumberjack match from a couple years ago, oh, wrestling yeah. backlash. And it was so funny. It's one of those things where like you would never know at the time, but like I was at a point, I noticed like, what was it? I think I texted you. I saw Breaker, uh, Wagner. I don't know. I'm just looking at the text. A bunch of them were like, zombies. It was, yeah. I who saw got, Breaker, Wagner, Andre Chase, Gacy, and Jiro for sure. Who got, someone got eaten. Was it Miz that should Miz have been killed? Morrison. Would they both get eaten by yep. zombies? Yeah. yeah, that one. Um, Lash Legend gets dragged away by, I think it was like a pumpkin-headed creature. So obviously Dara is the only one left where this is where we're heading. Uh, again, costumes and effects and stuff look great. I just, the story is not that entertaining. And then finally, Dara finds the cup. He's overjoyed, so happy, like hugging and kissing the cup. Then surrounded by spooky people and Tozawa. Uh, Dara is scared. Tozawa demands a shot at the cup. This is where it happens. Dar then points out like... You didn't even win a single match in the Heritage Cup tournament. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this makes this even... He lost, like, all of them. This makes this even worse. He was like the... If there was a jobber that tournament. Right. Um, but out of fear, he still grants Tozawa the cup. Um, so Dar, for his part, is entertaining just because he's funny, right? But pointing out Tozawa's winless wasn't helpful. <laughs> However, he did... <laughs> the best part of this was, I think, when it's like he's surrounded by people, he does the rut-row like Scooby. <laughs> so that, he, he always finds of a way to make did. me laugh. Uh, always. Um, then we get Braun Breaker. He destroyed Mr. Stone as expected in like a minute, probably, or something. And then after the match, he went to do what he did to Vaughn by smashing Stone's head between Air the steps. smashing, but as, he did not touch him. No, as he's lifting the steps over his head, Vaughn's music hits. And of course, their music means you stop doing what you're doing, right? Yeah. You know, you could still drop it on his head and then look. You and know what I mean? Vaughn would be pissed. It's not like Vaughn's going to teleport there and stop you. But anyways, I digress. Vaughn doesn't have the force or something. He does. Not that we know of. I mean, that's, he's that's... meaner than evil. So is that Sith? That's true. We don't know. And then Vaughn's like a Jedi now. Like, we don't, we don't know. Could we be. don't know. So Vaughn comes out, his head it is, is bandaged, he chokeslams Braun on the steps, goes to do the same thing with the steps that uh, Braun was about to do, but Braun escapes, and all of this was pretty much expected, which doesn't mean it's bad, I'm fine with mm -hmm. it, this is the route they should take. Um, Braun is now so good as a heel, I think, that it's going to help Wagner, right, because he... They want him to be babyface, so Va Braun is a really good heel to go against. I think what it is is that Noam Dar is just a Scooby-Doo toxic him. If Vaughn was dressed as a Jedi, he could have stopped him. Like, if that was For his sure. costume, that's that what it was. Should have done that, yes. Should have. Um, then, one of the highlights of this show for me, I thought an amazing package highlighting Lyra Valkyria's win over Lynch last week and, like, what it means to people in Ireland and stuff. And I won't go into, like, all of the details of this, but this is evidence that WWE and NXT do in fact know how to build a new star, right? Clearly they noticed her talent, as did I. They tweaked her character, right? They, le they leaned away from the bird stuff. They gave her some backstory. She's a small town Irish girl who idolized Becky Lynch and has had brief interactions and blah, 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 and trained, right? Great. 
So this is how it's done. And I couldn't be happier because I was in on the ground floor of Valkyria. I've liked her. I found her interesting in NXT UK, right? I thought she was cool. I don't honestly, I honestly don't even remember her in UK that much. I remember she was the name. Not, but she was not featured heavily. Nothing notable, right? Um, but she's just different athletically. I feel like she's on a different level. So fantastic segment establishes her as the face of the women's division, right? She beat Becky Lynch for this. This is how you make a new star. I personally, I would right, have because the whole question was who's going to be Becky, right? Right. No one's really and now like this girl is elevated, although, huge. Sorry, well, woman. she's definitely losing to Jade, but I'm worried about that. Right? She, she is. She has. I feel like, like there's no other way to go. Unfortunately, I would circle back around to Stratton and have Lyra Stratton because they're to me what NXT is supposed to be. They're at the end of their development and are ready to move on. But sort they of need thing. to kind of elevate themselves. Right. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I fear it's Davenport next in line, which is she's good, That's but right. not Davenport's cool. as interesting. Then we get scripts and out the mud in a little segment. Oh, here. I forgot about them. Um, so. Scripts is w trying way too hard to. It's weird at the same time, get away from his whole Reggie character but also acknowledge it. And he needs to stop because he's like, you know, I was Reggie and really into wine and stuff, but I did that just to get where, and this is how I really am. I would rather you just Be go like forward this, with this yeah. and don't keep pick, referencing pick one, it, right. right? Like don't keep reminding me that you were all those things because it's kind of weird. But anyways, he talks about where he and OTM are from and how rough it was. Obviously they want revenge on the brutes for costing them in that tag team battle royal, which was kind of scripts jumping on them and taking them all out. So, so it's not, not sure. Their fault. Um, they're you're either somebody or nobody, and they're somebody. So I don't think it was that bad, honestly. But yes, Reggie is all like the stink of Reggie's all over him still, and part of the problem and is scripts. because he keeps reminding us mm. that it's there, right? Uh, and scripts, yes, all of those things. So. Out the mud do look mean when they're mugging behind him for sure, and maybe there's potential there. I still think Lucian Price is interesting. I just wish that Scripps was a new guy instead of a guy that has done ridiculous things, and we're asked to just believe this. I was just doing that, and this is who I really am. But anyways, yeah, you like that one, dude. You, he interesting. Uh, he's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I think there's potential. So then we get the women's tag team match. It's uh, not Rachel Green, Chelsea Green, nailed it, <laughs> and Piper Niven taking on. And Niven was in some sort of her full face was painted like a mouth. I'm sure it's a superhero. I don't know. Taken on Thea Hale and yeah, Jason Yeah, I was trying to discern what there was, theirs was. But the Heart Foundation one was better. It was. That one was funny. Uh, Niven made a really funny. Really good night uh, heart. Really funny night heart. Yeah. Because yeah, I thought. It was good. At first I was like, because um, Chelsea Green's facing Natalia in a trick or street fight where she got powerbombed on candy corn. Yes. Um, but like. I thought that was a little on the nose, but just like seeing it with uh, Niven as Nyhar, just like it was funny because it, like, it oddly worked. So yep. that was kind of funny. This match was solid. The champs retained with a weak, that was what it was, a weak looking unprettier to JC Jane. And I think it was Jane's fault for the way she took it. Like, I think the way Chelsea Green does it is also not. But you know great. how their head is usually tucked down against the person and it looks like they're landing like this? Sorry, this is not great for people listening, but yeah. she kind of took it straight out like well, it like, was a stomach. The bump. thing when <laughs> Chelsea soft. Green also does is like I feel like usually like you just like kind of like drive down, but she also like kind of lets go and like jumps down. Yeah. And, like I feel like hers always looks less. Effective. This was a li this was even less impactful than usual. But anyways, uh, the match was fine. It furthers the Chase U story, so I didn't really have a problem with it. They do tell us the Iron Survivor Challenge is returning, and we'll get some qualifying matches, which is cool. I kind of like the Iron Survivor, and I it's an easy way to have matches matter a little bit, right? You're trying to qualify for this. Who so won last fine. time? It was Perez and Waller, right? Mm, was it? 
Perez, I think, yeah, because she beat Mandy because Mandy right. left, and then Waller faced Breaker. I That's think right. New Year's Evil or Vengeance Day, one of, one of the two. Your memory's better than mine for sure. Thank you. We, speaking of tournament finals, we get the breakout tournament finals. It's exactly what we predicted, or I predicted. Mrs. Mello versus Lola Vice versus Kalani Jordan. Um, Mrs. Mello. Exactly. Nobody really stood out in this. No I thought matches. It would have been interesting if she won only if because Mello won that. Too. Maybe she attacked Trick for Mello. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be funny no one really stood out none of the matches were Skinny really Jim, good this girl beats up trick williams it's a tournament full of inexperienced women and that's fine it showed kind of throughout jordan missed her split-legged moonsault vice hit a roundhouse kick fine vice wins as i expected not a great match main event really really good match jack watched this one not as good as their previous one which no, i think was pretty much a classic on tv is kind of you uh still really good expect that right yeah the couple things I have made a note of that the DDT mellow hit on, on the, the apron, apron. to Dragon because the way he landed was really because <coughs> what was it? Dragonov was standing on the apron, mellow Coming went from over the from the yeah. inside, yeah, yeah. and then just the way Dragonov took it was incredible. And then as payback, mellow takes a Death Valley driver on the apron a bit later. And there's also the H bomb through the table, H bomb off the barricade through the table to mellow looked really good the h-bomb looks good man he makes solid he just contact connects with it. so like meaty with it. yeah it's, it's like, like so much i think like them laying against the ground too creates like a nice like sandwich effect too just yeah like it always looks good yeah it's just it looks like it always connects so great yeah we get a code breaker uh dragonov bounces off the ropes from it though and then as he's falling hits another h-bomb for a near fall mellow goes up top for nothing but neck Net, sorry, tricks, music hits. And Booker T actually shuts up. He comes out, yes. Distracted Mello gets superplexed. And then we get Torpedo Moscow. Dragonov retains. And then after the match, I thought was really interesting too because they really do a good job of cliffhanging here because Mello. I thought um, the facial expressions here were fantastic. By both thought, of them. Yeah. Um, I thought Mello's reaction to Trick coming out was perfect. Like he looked like surprised, but also just like. He looks surprised, obviously tired from the match, and just like also kind of like he could be maybe guilty, but maybe guilty. Not. Like he's yep. He looked it looks surprised, like he could just be surprised, or but to me it looked like a guilty kind of like he's surprised, like he's like oh shit. And Trick I sort screwed of, up, and well, then Trick's face looked awesome too because he looked like pissed, but also like could upset. be supporting him, could be pissed that his friend lost and is supporting him. I think he would have come out more um like discreetly though then, but like I think like he looked pissed like because i think the implications of mellow attacked him but he yes. also looked like upset like his eyes looked almost teary-eyed to yeah. me, like for some reason like both of them like then when he's helping mellow out, mellow looks like kind of like sheepish or whatever like yes. he looks i think mellow so did you're it. like i think you're like i'm 85 percent sure that this they is did bug. a really good job of leaning it towards right. what i think it is and but, but going like you got to watch next week there's right so i thought like really and well there's no words said there right nope. so i thought mellow and tricks all the perfectly so i thought that was really awesome there the slow burn of their relationship has been storyline i really really enjoyed on mm -hmm. nxt this year so these two had a classic at no mercy i would argue this wasn't to and, that level um, battleground but i still no, was it sorry was okay. it battleground was it i don't know which it was yeah wait yeah yeah was it sure yes <laughs> no i don't even know i still thought this is a really strong wait, great american bash thank you really sorry. strong tv main event uh i think these two have great chemistry whereas i fantastic i find the opposite with mellow and breaker right i thought their weird, matches yeah. were no because they were stand deliver and battleground and then dragonov was bash no mercy this one the finish here saves mellow a bit right because it was distraction it does, yeah. and it sort of looks like it's going to send him back into a hero role if we which is okay because he's I'm fantastic fine. as that but 
My only fear, selfishly, is that Mello, this is the program where he puts Trick over to make Trick a star, and then Mello's gone, and I don't yeah, want Mello gone. Yeah, that's the scare, right? Yep. But, uh, no, the match was good, and I loved, like you, the, without saying a word, they got a lot of work done they there. They communicated and a lot to you, week. right? Yeah. yeah, I would watch next week if I actually was going to watch NXT. <laughs> it was good. Maybe I'll watch that segment. Like, maybe I'll, I'll yeah. watch just them, at least. You know? Yeah, and then, uh, like we said, Impact was... Not Nothing. really an impact, so I didn't talk about it. And roster's boring. And you said you do have some updates from the world of wrestling figures and whatnot, so we'll do that now in a segment we call Figuring It Out with Jack. <laughs> All right, what do you have for us? There is only a bit of things that they revealed, but I thought one of the interesting ones that I mentioned to you was they, they're bringing back Bendems. Uh, yes. He's got those be- kicking the, like, again. Stretch Armstrong-y type of things for yeah, people who Yeah, so are they older. got, like... They got single packs of current people. So there's Mysterio, Rollins from like 2021, Roman, and then there's Cena. Yep. And there's the Legends ones, which are Austin, current ish Taker, Hogan, and like Adjir Rock. And then they have, I think, box sets of both of those. So it's like you could get those individually or you can just get them all together. Like mm-hmm. they're the exact same figures. So there's a Superstars pack and there's Legends pack. And then there's like. This main event icons one, which is the same Hogan, Roman, Cena, and Rock from the solo packs or the other ones. And then yep. there's Charlotte and Bruno, which is a weird one. Like Bruno San Martino. Oh, I was like, who's Bruno? Bruno okay, San Martino. Gotcha. Which is weird. So, yeah, I've heard of him. Bendems exist again, which is weird. Nice. Then there's a bunch of pre-orders. There was... Um, there's Liv and Ronda from our favorite match from Extreme Rules. Ugh. Um... Brock and Lashes from Rumble last year with Lashley in the white tights. Right. And then Michaels and Bulldog, which I think is, I don't know if it's from One Night Only or not. The one where Brett, or sorry, Sean beat him in the UK mm-hmm. after he had dedicated the win to his cancer sister. Mm-hmm. And Sean was like, I need the bell for heat because it's 97 Sean Michaels. Yeah. Uh, Height, I, I don't peak know if it's of selfishness, one. Sean Michaels. Yeah. It might not have been because I think he wore red tights now and this one's black tights. But these are the new basics. So I'm excited for the new basics to hit here because I think they're only supposed to hit stores next year. And so, you're intrigued by the improved articulation. Well, yeah, because then I could actually get basics like these battle packs. Like I'm kind of want if the Michaels and Bulldog is, has the European title, I might get that because I need a new one. Mm-hmm. But like, or even um, there's the battle pack with the basic Logan Paul. If I wanted Logan Paul, I could get that. Or, Who doesn't? Yeah, I want. I do want to get the LA Knight uh, basics though. Yeah, like, stuff like that, right? So yep. The basics are like actually usable now, so that's always fun. Uh, then there's series top picks 2024, which is like because they do the top picks, which is just the they put people back out in line because it's like the theory is you keep the top people constantly available for people to just like pick up whenever yeah, they want. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so this one's The Rock, Taker, and Rollins, which The Rock looks to be Mania 12 with the goatee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taker looks like 2015 when he had like the short hair because which is weird so maybe it's that these are just damages i don't know if it, it these will be the figures and then the rollins is the pink gear from this year's mania so maybe it'll be that that'd be cool yeah that's nice even still i'm always like if they make a rollins they're like i'll be like i wish they would make that an elite but at least now the basics basics don't suck so if they make a gear basic that they haven't done you can buy it because like right I got that white rollins remember a little while ago because it's the it was the white messiah gear and it was really cool but um, it's a crappy basic. Yes. So now it would be like it would suck less because they just put Thanos Rollins again, which angers me. But then elite top picks twenty twenty four. So if you're gonna pick three top picks, uh, what would you pick? Twenty. They're all current in this wave actually. Twenty twenty four. So it's like this year basically. 
This year, uh, I would do an LA night, but you said there's a basic, so probably not. No, he's in a uh, main line. Just because he needs he, one. He's in main line. So top picks, Roman Reigns. Uh, no, he's not in this one, which is surprising. Wow. Kevin Owens. No. Uh, think uh, baby Cody. Fa- yes, Cody's one of them. That makes sense. Uh, think Babyface, who um, he's had a few big matches this year and last year, uh, mostly for the Intercontinental title. Mm, not Sammy. For the Intercontinental title. Drew? No, close. Sheamus? Yes, which is surprising. And the last one is... Um, <laughs> part-time, super famous. Brock. No. Oh, Taker. Logan Paul. Oh, Lopo. Yeah. So usually this is Lopa. the series where they put a couple of re-releases. So with Cody, I could see them re-releasing his maybe his Elite 101, or they they'll do a repaint. So I think the, Lo- the Logan Paul shows his Mania gear in the blue and yellow, which would be cool. Yeah. Um, which I I would maybe get that. I don't know. The Sheamus I they would probably re-release because his gears are usually the same. Cody they could repaint, which they did last time. Um, but yeah, and the last way they did the Dusty Rollins was cool, which I still need to get. Nice. Um, I'm not loving the Ultimate Rollins. Like I love the look of it, but like it's got like this displacing displacing hips where like these like the hips will drop down to kick up more. Yeah. But it just makes it like looser. And it's honestly, it's more. And I've seen. I think some people have complained about it too. Like in the figure reviews I watch. Yeah. Um, that like it's just like it's more of a hindrance to me. Mm-hmm. I just I personally don't like it either. Um, basic one forty four. Uh, is also up for pre order, which is an awesome lineup. Which is the only. Interesting ones, are, I guess, both Mysterios. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Carrying Cross, Ultimate Warrior, and B-Fab. <laughs> That's an all-star lineup B-fab right there. B-Fab for champ. I don't... I think Warrior's the chase, but I don't even know. Um, then there's Ultimate Edition 20, which there's Asuka with updated face paint, which is pretty cool. Yep. Uh, Roman Reigns with the red boots, mm-hmm. um, because... That's the only change he made to his attire this year. Those big, ugly things? The, remember how he wore the red boots at Mayan? Yes. Looked really weird. That, yes. Yeah, we don't like that. No. Uh, then uh, Undertaker, which shows Ministry of Darkness Taker, but I don't know. Because this was the wave, I think, that um, Mountain Dew Bray was supposed to be in, but mm-hmm. obviously they took that out, which sucks. I heard 2K24 could be a tribute to Bray, which would be awesome, because <laughs> I would love to play as the Fiend again. Yeah. Fiend is awesome, but he was only in the worst game ever. Yeah. So... That was. They, awful. I could see them doing that. I, that would be awesome, yeah. And why it showcased that'd be really cool. Um, just you'd have to be picky. You probably couldn't do Wyatt family much because I don't think they'd be able to get uh, Luke Harper in there. Right. Uh, last but not least, there is Elite One Hundred Seven up for pre-order. There's Otis to go with the Chad Gable for Alpha Academy, so that's cool. I, I would probably get those. Um, updated Solo with the bigger torso instead of the skinny one. It's Makes War sense. Games Solo and the red shorts to go with the Usos from the One Hundred Six. Yep. Updated Taker like. Honestly, Taker kind of from NXT, like that kind Stop. of that kind that of look. That shouldn't be a thing. That should <laughs> that, not be a descriptor. That kind of, Stop. That kind of look. Um, <laughs> first time in line women's figure NXT. Stratton heel no. Heel, that would be they would do a figure for. They just did Perez. Uh, who is not if not Stratton? Cora Jade. Oh. That makes sense. Stratton's getting a basic soon. For a while, yeah. man. Stratton's getting a basic soon. Uh, there's Judgment Day Finn Balor, which will be cool. Yeah. Which I still don't like his long pants, but deal with it. It's life now. And uh, then Waller's getting his first. Uh, he's getting two. He'll get the chase. So I that... assume he's been misused. I don't haven't heard anything about him. Um, him and Theory are kind of a tag team right now, and they're just kind of like they're viewed well as like 
I think Waller's got potential in theory. He's like one of those guys that can take losses without effective Yeah, creative, so. that's amazing. That's your role. Theory's falling it off. It is a niche, but it's not one that's great that's for like him. That's like Corbin. Right. Theory's falling off, though, because they were high on him, and then now it's just like, I think the experiment died for now. Oh, that was one of the things on NXT, too, to go back to it. The yeah. last images of the show were Corbin viciously attacking I, yeah, I, I meant to mention that. So I that might mean to. that is that them saying he's a possibility as who beat up Trick as well. Maybe, right? But I to, think it's more so he's after Dragon. Yeah, could be. But it could be, yeah. Uh, a few things at least. Yep. That's everything? It is. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us for episode 172. You got to remember. Of the FNS Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. Take some join, Take some time out of your week to listen to us ramble in our basement. We'll be back for 173 next week. Hope to see you then. And until then, everybody, take care.